Tit. Action. Coming at you live. Action. Is it We're good? In. It's going. It's, it's going. going and it's good. It's good and it's going. Is that too much <laughs> reverb on the Woke Satan voice? Um, I think that's good. I think it's just the right amount. Right. All right. <laughs> they have no idea what we're about. We were just listening to a Foo Fighters and September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's great. I swear mash to God, up, it, I swear up, to God, yeah. it sounds like we're idiots, but it's actually really good. <laughs> Do you remember? September 2001. <laughs> We've had to have done that bit I don't before. Think so. Earth, wind, and steel beams. It's the falling man. <laughs> Do you remember the guy on uh, September 11th? We'll just get right into it. And then it. you did it. When the drugs used to die no, no, no. on 11th, they got the phone call to not go in. <laughs> Just imagine that that is an awful stereotype that all the Jewish people got a phone call the morning of 9-11. But can you just imagine if that's true? Just a, a like fucking Jewish switchboard somewhere like in John Wick, all the secretaries being like, hello, Mr. Goldstein. Um, yeah, we're going to do 9-11 today. So if you could not be in the office, that oh would be great. Oh, God, why? I can't believe it. I had so many papers to organize. Oh, my God. I left one penny in my desk at work. <laughs> but I love going to work so I can make money. It's a guy who's right. It's the one Jewish guy running back into the building to try to get his penny in time. All right. The, the falling man, he was a Jewish guy that dropped his penny off the building. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, you know, if you drop a... <laughs> If you drop a penny off the World Trade Center building, um, you'll uh, kill somebody. You know, their head will explode when it hits the bottom. I've heard that's an urban legend. Yeah, it's actually not true. It was like oh. a famous myth buster. No, if you have to drop a penny from uh, Big Bang Theory off of the Empire State <laughs> Building. <laughs> Deep cuts. Deep, Deep cut. ash cut. The but first cut. I like that you said that was a stereotype, though, Jace. It's like, no, it's not a stereotype. It's a far uh, right uh, conspiracy theory that all Jews got a phone call. Yeah, a stereotype. It's not a stereotype. I'm like, you know, government officials are very stereotyped. You know, this is the classic stereotype they gave crack to the black community. <laughs> that one is true. That, that is, one is true. That is actually, actually. That is actually that shockingly is, uh, true. Confirmed. That's uh, like confirmed. The journalist who reported it like got <laughs> murdered. Like he, sh they claimed he shot himself in the head 85 times. Yeah, they got. Oh, I don't get it. They're they like, yeah, we found him in his dude. home. He uh, killed himself by uh, sticking a, a dynamite up his own ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he sniped himself from 200 yards away. <laughs> Real sick. Fuck this He's guy. He's got problems. <laughs> Rest in peace to all the the whistleblowers out there. Yeah, the our, brave men and women, the I, Terrence Yankees, I the pour, Michael Hastings. I pour a fago out for every whistleblower mm -hmm. who ever oh, yeah. got fucking narked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's that? Um, that black cop who got burned to death in that cabin. Michael What's, Winslow. <laughs> Michael Winslow. <laughs> Here's me walking in the cabin. Did I do that? <laughs> wait, oh, wait, that? the family. Oh, I'm sorry. Family matters. <laughs> Steve Urkel? Right. Steve Urkel. He shoots a, he shoots a, he, he shoots a cop reason, and he's like, did I do that? When you said Steve, what did you say? Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. I, I, I was picturing the Family Matters people. What, what were the names? Steve, <laughs> come out of the cabin, Steve. <laughs> no, he's uh, Steve. Actually, he gets the cops to come out because uh, 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 <laughs> what's his face wrote a manifesto. 
I forget. I don't Gosh, know. We're confusing like 18 black people right now. I've never actually right seen the show. Laura. Laura. <laughs> I killed a cop because Laura wouldn't fuck me. <laughs> so Urkel he, gets red-pilled in the show? Yeah, he, it's Urkel's red pill. He writes like a 700-page manifesto and somebody <laughs> reads it like, this is you're going to overthrow the government. And he's like, did I do that? Did I? Was I the Unabomber? <laughs> I've never seen the show. Really? Never seen it once. Just no. Steve Urkel getting oh. deplatformed off of everything <laughs> they won't let me have a youtube channel <laughs> i can't even live stream laura the jews control the media oh and benjamin's the only one that's gonna put me over no 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 we have we have on the show we have a, a extreme guest urkel from family matters <laughs> who was recently uh, uh viciously viciously deplatformed from youtube yeah they didn't like my ideas alex <laughs> <laughs> now, Urkel, you're one of the good ones. I like you. You're calm. You're civil. <laughs> yeah, I like to have regular conversations. Lara. <laughs> I can't do it, Urkel, very Lara. good. Lara. Uh, you can't go as, as Q, nosy. I think Q is trying to tell us something. <laughs> QAnon. He's a QAnon guy. Steve Urkel is QAnon. Yeah, he's like, you got to go in the basement of Comet Ping Pong. <laughs> Epstein, follow the money. <laughs> Probably hit the music. Yeah, just hit the hit the music. Uh, We're trying to write this oh, bit yeah, out yeah, now. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, Did hold on. I'm like, how much longer Let's can I do this voice? Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. God, it started anti-Semitic. It's not a good sign. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mic. Welcome to Brain Jail. We have a lot of Jewish and black friends. <laughs> so do not take offense to anything said on the program. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to Brain Jail. I'm Kevin Tegan. Across from me is Jace Winnie everywhere on a Vineyard Vines long sleeve. Hey. Benjamin Allen Avery trying to get uh, a boyfriend in jail. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Wearing you got to his... switch to VR to see this. Yeah, it's uh, it's really bad. You're going to be so cold. You always complain about being cold. I'm surprised that you're just in here in your... Yeah, uh, Ben's not wearing it. If if you're not on the VR, uh, Ben is um, wearing a no shirt, and he's got his, he's got a real camel knuckle situation, yeah. pulling his underwear all the and way. He's just out. rubbing his chest. Mm. I think he's mad about that email we, we read on the last episode. <laughs> where he, mm. Nobody wanted to fuck him. Yeah, that guy didn't so, want to fuck him. He just wanted to fuck us because yeah, we're husky. Yeah, boys. Ben mm. Ben immediately starts putting on weight. Yeah, <laughs> he's just mm. eating mashed potatoes all the time. He did eat a huge plate of fried rice right before we. <laughs> started and that's not just a joke we would do he actually did eat no, fried rice. no he really did yeah he just drinking soy sauce out of a bottle <laughs> <laughs> that was actually my old dip cup you didn't realize ah delicious yeah. katie doesn't like it when i dip around the house so i just spit into soy sauce bottles why are you dipping around the house <laughs> that does not sound like katie <laughs> hey it's do me. her right do her right why are you dipping around the house <laughs> why are you guys? what is she olive oil I don't know. I can't do a good oh, Katie. Oh, Ben, save me from the rape man. I don't know what a... <laughs> <laughs> the man is going to rape me. Yeah, I'm both Popeye and Pluto. Yeah, I'm I'm Pluto. I apologize, Katie. I'm not able to do a beautiful, intelligent... I'm Pluto. Now. Ben's Popeye. And Kevin, I think you're uh, the... What's the cheeseburger guy's name? <laughs> I you're, don't know. You're the cheeseburger I'd guy. I'd gladly pay you for a cheeseburger tomorrow. You're the cheeseburger guy, but for vapes. You're like, yeah. I'll pay you for a... I'll pay you tomorrow for a vape today. <laughs> <laughs> I'd gladly pay you for a 
tr- a huge cloud <laughs> tomorrow for a vape today. I'll blow up fat vape smokes tomorrow, <laughs> and then t- the next day I'll skip town and, f- and fake my own death at sea. Popeye just like jacked off a lot, right? That's why his arms are so big. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That's right. I mean, he was he was up to something. Spinach guys. is actually just Viagra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he put blue chew in his spinach. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he crushed up red pills and blue chew. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, that's when, when you know um, when your dog gets old and you're trying to fuck it. Sometimes you have to put a little Viagra in a thing of cheese and then feed it to the dog so yep. it can get hard. Yeah. Yep. You that's can, right. Uh, you mm-hmm. can suck off your dog. <laughs> yeah, and you got to give it like quercetin if it needs an antihistamine. What's course? What's quercetin? It, it's like uh, for people who eat dairy that like, like get get reactions to it. Huh, you know, I wonder like, how you know this information. <laughs> yeah. How do you do? How do you know that? Maybe one of your friends. Because I've had to fuck my dog. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was allergic to dairy. <laughs> and your cum is dairy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Popeye was up to some f- uh, gross, some foul shit, though, right? I mean, he was what a was sailor. He, what was he doing on that boat? <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you what, he was sucking and fucking all day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had to be going port to Why port. Why do you think mm-hmm. one of his eyes was always closed? Somebody oh. somebody nutted in it. <laughs> <laughs> he had always just got nutted in the eye. I like having gay sex. <laughs> it's not gay if it's your only option at sea. <laughs> I can't really do a Popeye. Yeah, I can't really do a good Popeye either. <laughs> I don't know if you uh, if I'm turned down. Am I turning me up a little bit? Oh, yeah. You want to turn me on a little bit? Yeah, turn up uh, Kevin's horny levels, yeah, please. Yeah. Please, I'm not Check horny that, enough. Kevin. How's that? As, as he's, that's, that's a bit, as he's hitting the knob, your nipples just keep growing further. <laughs> And further out. <laughs> Man, imagine you had eight foot nipples. That would suck, right? Anyway, you could suck them. Eight foot nipples? Have you seen those? That's you trying to brag. You're like, yeah, I can suck my own nipple. Have you seen those? Uh, it's on. A, I don't think I don't know where it's. I was these monkeys in Africa or whatever. And, okay, uh, let's let's tone down the. Stop it, jeez! <laughs> but they really do have like super long ass nipples. Oh yeah, they, I've seen them. They look like worms. Right, you're talking about like orangutans and shit. No, these are little, little tiny monkeys. Uh, <laughs> I'd feel comfortable if you said the actual species of monkeys. Uh, uh, the Lagos, Lagos chica, monkeys, chicken pig, pig, chicken pig. Is it like a bug's antenna where they can like taste stuff and smell stuff with their? I don't know. I just remember seeing them. I just, I just remember watching it with my kids, and uh, my wife got mad at me because I kept going, "Oh damn, <laughs> damn! Look at them nips! Shit!" That's that the- bitch be flossing <laughs> with her own nipples. You said that in front of your kids? Yeah, always. Yeah, that's actually after uh, Dave and Attenborough dies, um, the new planet Earth is going to be narrated by just a guy from Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that damn lizard. Uh, <laughs> they call that the Jesus lizard and shit. Damn world is big. <laughs> <laughs> shit, you see that world? Full Pla- of squirrely yeah. birds. And- yeah, the show's called Planet Earth. <laughs> Look at them squirrely Just birds. With them. Bubba Sparks. Right. That squirrel can fly. Damn. The rocking bullwinkle ass oh, squirrel. You tell me my ass used to be a tadpole. <laughs> and then it was a frog. Ah, shit. All right. We can't. We, we can't. See, the fish tried to go on land to find better hats to wear. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. Man, I'm sorry. You tell me a brother used to be able to swim. <laughs> we devolving. 
right. Okay, now that's worse. That's much worse than mine. No, yours is worse. No, mine is <laughs> mine is cultured and refined. I'm just doing oh, Def Jam comedy from the '90s. <laughs> oh, we did watch. Like dude, we're not doing a bit that's already been said in the '80s. No, we were by... doing. We rewatched a Nutty Professor two nights ago. Oh, it's so good. And it's funny. Like the movie's still good. Like Char- like Eddie Mur. I almost said Charlie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's really good in it. Yeah. But now the funniest part of the movie is because we've grown up and we've like like actually watched Def Jam comedy. Right. So the funniest part is Dave Chappelle doing a parody of Def Jam comedians yeah, on yeah, the yeah. show. Oh, it's so I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bitch, put a belt on with a boomerang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Women be shopping. Yeah, they be shopping. He doesn't. Don't they? He doesn't even have a bit about it. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. comes. Out, he's like, they be shy. Anyway, look at this fat bitch in the front row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, he's got his shirt tucked into his underwear. Yeah, he's wearing a big. Uh, Was tr- that a thing? Oh, I've seen it. It's yeah, this huge hat. Yeah, the big bucket hat, and yeah, he's got yeah. like the huge. He's stomping around on the on the stage. <laughs> right. Oh, it's so good. There were some jokes we definitely caught this time since we haven't seen it since we were kids. Like yeah. at the beginning when there's gerbils. Just hamsters. running all over the town. Yeah, hamsters or hamsters running. Yeah. My apologies. Because Mr. Klump <laughs> accidentally let all the hamsters out in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Remember, he there's he's the doing opening all that, scene. He's doing all that research on hamsters to try and make them not fat anymore. That's right. And he's like, Jason, I don't know what happened. I, I, I locked up all the hamster cages, and then I turned to walk out the door, and then his... His big ass just hits a lever, yeah, and all the camster cages. Go. He's like, "Oh Lord, Jason, I don't know what's going on." Oh, it's me, the nutty professor. I love that the the majority of that whole movie is just like, "Hey, he's really fat, right? Oh, yeah. he's, really? fucking, he's so fat." Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, it's so funny. Also, come, they, come on, Cleavis. I didn't come on. Come on, Cleavis. <laughs> Cleavis? Cleavis? Oh, Eddie Murphy, by the way, does slip a couple in bombs. He in does. He does. The, literally, the old grandma at one point, she's like, come on over. See if a poop won't. Come on. Come on, Cleavis. <laughs> come on, Cleavis. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see if Eddie Murphy comes back out and does stand up. I wonder if he's going to revisit uh, his favorite subject. Right. Uh, Re- <laughs> revisited, revisited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But just uh, go to uh, Eddie Murphy's comedy album. And, you and can watch the first it. 10 minutes of any he- Eddie Murphy comedy yep. special. Yep. Not canceled. <laughs> Not canceled. And then he had uh, sex with a transvestite. Well, that's how he That's how he got uncanceled. Can you say transvestite still? No, no, you can't. He had sex with a with a. <laughs> you can't. No, sorry, Why? It's, it's derogatory. Let me no, let me retake that. A transvestite that. Okay. is well, derogatory. We'll, we'll cut that out. We'll Here, cut let it me, out. Let it's me fine. let me retake that okay. real quick. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah. Then later he had sex with a hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was one of my one of my woker friends one time. I was I I was talking about this woman who was very annoying. I was like, yeah, and her voice was really shrill. He's like, you can't say shrill anymore. That's sexist. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. She had hero voice. <laughs> what? I man, I, offending people on accident has got to be uh, an epidemic. What does shrill like, mean? Shrill means like, oh, my I think it means like, but nobody, nobody likes that person. Like her voice, or that voice, her right? voice is very shrill, just like a shrill voice, like a vocal fry, or just somebody who's very annoying. Yeah, it's a derogatory yeah. term, and that's why it exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's actually described. <laughs> Describing something <laughs> accurately. Every person I'm describing is a huge bitch of a woman, mm-hmm. Right there. Mm-hmm. or a yeah, little and bitch. Got, and they got they got trash pussy. <laughs> I, I well, oh, I'll, that girl I'll, got garbage can <laughs> pussy. Shit. I damn. put the clothespin on my nose to eat that shit. Damn, Oscar <laughs> the Grouch living that damn bitch pussy. <laughs> 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 
Oscar the Grouch lives in just a gross woman's pussy. <laughs> it's a living. I don't know why he says that. It's a living. He's from the Flintstones. Right. Now. Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't. I, I the, if you offend somebody on accident, I think that's such a weird. It's it's. I don't it's think I was so really weird. offending him. I think he was just trying to make a point because he thinks that's you know he's. I think he's being good. But because he was like, the Lord was watching up in heaven and had a right, chalkboard out and was right. like another good one, <laughs> <laughs> another one. Yeah, yeah woke. I, I guess it's just yeah. like boring people want to have a. a if they have nothing interesting to say, then the only thing they can have in a conversation is like a point of contention, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah, like th- the whole thing. Right? I think that's, yeah. I mean, I think most people's conversation points are just being like, oh, that thing you said, that's actually false. You know, they're yeah. just Adam Conover yeah. types. Let me, uh, if it's like give our listeners some advice, if you don't know what to say, just say th- things are gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and how you get through. That's actually in um, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. <laughs> Number yeah. three is call things gay. Yeah, and just name a famous person and then say that they're a pedophile. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's how you get through a good conversation. Number five, do black guy voice way too much. Yes, way and too much. If all else fails, uh, insert a Chinese accent into a famous <laughs> song from the nineties. Uh, and that will be good. Oh, but the thing Ben was going to say about the Nutty Professors, we didn't get one of the jokes at the beginning. Oh, with the hamster. Yeah, the oh, hamster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so with the guy is in the park with the girl, and she's like rubbing his leg or whatever, and it's like all cute. Outside like on the college, college campus, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then a hamster goes up his pant leg where his penis is, and it starts <gasps> thrashing around, and it looks like the biggest throbbing penis you've ever seen in your like life. Like thrashing aggressively back and forth. Like, have you seen a shark right when it gets on the boat after it's got <laughs> caught? It's doing that in, in his pants. And she just, like, her eyes get really big, and she just looks at him and, like, smiles. Yeah. It's like that she looks at, she, like, looks at his dick, and she's like, Derp! and then she looks at him, and she, like, she aggressively licks her lip, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. That's how women are. This goddamn whore <laughs> at the beginning of The Nutty Professor. It was, like, so over the top. And then later the, in the same scene, there's something I didn't get when I was a kid where there's, like, a, there's hamsters everywhere, and there's an ad on a bus stop for, like, a man's underwear, and it just shows yeah. the man's ass in the underwear, and there's a hamster chewing through the the poster <laughs> right where his asshole is and, like, coming out the other side. As a kid, I was like, oh, that's that's kind of funny. I guess he's pooping a hamster. But now I'm like, oh, yeah, because uh, uh, men shove hamsters up their ass. Yeah, that uh, that famous uh, <laughs> that famous guy. Uh, what was his name? The guy Richard from- Greer. Yeah, Richard, Richard Gear. Richard Greer. <laughs> Richard H., hey, it's me, Richard. Buffalo Bill, and I host a podcast. <laughs> Richard Guys Greer. don't really shove hamsters up their ass, though, right? I don't I think, think like so. I think like three people probably did. I think one guy probably tried, and then it just did. they, they <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work Some out. Some guy right? that was bored at a PetSmart <laughs> right. yeah. in Wisconsin. He just hit like Slow the, day at the PetSmart. He yeah. just hit the gravity bong, and he's like, you know what? <laughs> this the, Harry is going up my ass. <laughs> and it's just like a dead hamster. I wonder if anybody's put a you snake put a, up their ass. Like uh, like the thing plumbers use, like the tool? No, like, like a, a snake. literal snake, I've like an a, anaconda. I, I can confirm a couple of things I've seen on video. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I have seen someone fuck a snake. Really? Yeah. Friend sent me a video of a guy fucking a snake. So how did he fuck said snake? Did he roll it up <clears> around <throat> his penis and then fuck it like it was a tube? No, Jace. <laughs> no. I wish. I wish. He fucked the egg hole. Damn. Oh God. Good there's a Lord. there's an egg hole. Man. Which I think what? is also its pussy. Yeah. Home movies, huh? <laughs> Am I right, what? folks? How how did what <laughs> what how where 
Who? Why would you? Who, well, you know, you you download Tor, you send a guy some Bitcoin, and something shows up in the mail, <laughs> right? And, and you you go out in the in the house behind your house, the guest house, <laughs> when was everyone's a, asleep. Was it what kind of snake you, was it? Um, it was a boa garden was it snake. Hot? It was one of those yellow snakes. It was a real whore of a snake. Did it have huge tits? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a big blonde wig and lipstick that he put on it. Fucking whore snake. The, the, you know that guy just like was the snake beats like, off to anaconda. Can I say? Did the snake? Did the, oh God, I, I'm signing up the bit, but I don't want to do it. But I'll do it anyway. Okay. Did the snake say, uh, "Put it in my ass"? <laughs> <laughs> I want to stop your dick. <laughs> That's a snake and a snake getting a train run on it. Give me your dick. Mm. I'm surprised he didn't just uh, have the snake like bite his dick. They have no gag reflex, you know. Or if you get an anaconda, just like have it choke your dick, you know, like 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 uh, you know, um, wind itself around your fucking hog and then just uh, rip it off slowly. You know what? I'm gonna find out who that guy is <laughs> and send him this part of the podcast. It was probably Mr. Hands. It was the same guy, maybe yeah, who the- died getting railed by a horse. The other thing I saw was like a, a Malaysian <laughs> so, guy. And how'd he- you know he was Malaysian? Because he was, it was like like the water's like really. He was brown. wearing a Malaysian Airlines hat. It had one of those uh, airplanes traveling over a map <laughs> in anim- animations. <laughs> that YouTube channel of planes going down. I watch that all the time. Have you seen that? I have not. There's a YouTube channel where it's just a guy he reenacts um, famous plane crashes, and he has like little animation of the plane going down. He's like, so this next one is uh, <laughs> the f- uh, flight uh, 93. <laughs> 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 You're scaring Emma. Emma perked up off the couch <laughs> with that one. <laughs> Sorry, that's probably the loudest I've ever been on anything. No, it's it's perfect, uh, perfectly that's, fine. Sound remind me of my, of my wedding night. You know? <laughs> that really, was you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm on bus. That's the sound I make when I nut. I go. You make the goofy sound. Oh, I'm. Uh, all right, so Malaysia. Yeah, uh, and a guy's getting in a river getting his dick sucked by a carp. <laughs> a fucking carp? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, but the carp the carp was seeking out his dick, and it was sucking his... And you know when your dick gets hard, but it's only fat in the middle for some reason? No. No. <laughs> what I say? <laughs> what? I think you, you know have a medical you, problem. You know when there's blood pumping into your penis, but it's not evened out yet? No. There's a kink in the hose. I think you have a problem. I've never <laughs> experienced that. I'm not being a dick or anything. Dude, uh, are you telling me your dick gets hard like a balloon house? Uh, uh, it has like once or twice, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's like a regular Back thing. The listeners know what I'm talking about. Sometimes your dick gets fatter you know, in other you, places. You know how your dick gets other... hard from front to back? Everybody knows that. You know how your dick is like uh, an eight ball at the head and then like a pencil at the base? We all know that. You know how that how your dick gets hard. <laughs> you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. It looked like a are lo- you guys like gaslighting a, me? Like a a blow pop. You, you know how your dick looks like a blow pop sometimes. I I re- your, your dick looks like anal beads. I have, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a uh, it looks like a. Do you remember Super Mario 64? The caterpillar, the big caterpillar you have to kill, and it's yeah. Like how balls. could I forget? It's like a bunch of chain chomps 
tied together. Watch okay. your mouth. That's really offensive. Chain chomp? <laughs> yeah, easy, buddy. <laughs> Jesus. It does sound like a you slur. You can't say that on the podcast. Put your goddamn, what if, put your goddamn chain chops <laughs> moving into the neighborhood. Put your goddamn chain chompers around here, <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know the Japanese definitely tried to give them black voice in the in the video game? Ain't oh, no, yeah. Ain't no daughter of mine going to be dating no damn chain chomper. <laughs> <laughs> but next thing you know, she's going to be hanging out with a bunch of swamp donkeys, <laughs> rascal tooths. Man, you're going to be uh, trying to fuck one of them flying bullets, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Damn bitches. Uh, you know, my daughter's actually dating a big flower in a pot. <laughs> Every time he pulls his dick out, dick goes, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Am I right, folks? Now that's the Southern guy doing Def Jam comedy. Man, bitch trying to whoop the world three right now. Man, I tell you, women be shopping. <laughs> Women be shopping, am I right, fellers? Anyway, look at this fat bitch in the front row. <laughs> bitch look like a pumpkin. Happy Halloween, bitch. Hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> Southern Death Jam guy. Hamburger, I tell you what. Hamburger. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I tell you, I was trying to put a wallet on layaway the other day. Hamburger. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, uh, that's what that's what my dick looks like sometimes. Yeah, it looks like a, a snake in the middle of uh, swallowing an egg. Can, can I ask you, yeah, so what's the like carp? If a, if a snake swallowed 12 eggs. Right. Can I ask you, what's the carp? <laughs> Jesus. Was the carp like just sucking the tip of his dick or was it like deep throating, no, like but, swimming into his dick but, with its mouth But open? then it got it all in and it was like sucking on the dick and then the guy was fucking his own dick with Man. the fish's mouth. I have seen God, that video of the... A, that's, a, that's horrible. It went viral on Twitter and then it got pulled. I have seen the huh. video. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Jack Dorsey. That fucking pervert. <laughs> I do remember the video of the monkey f- face fucking that frog. That's pretty That funny. was a great one. <laughs> Dude, Dude, that was a fucking classic. You just ripped a bargain? Dude, that was fucking awesome, man. <laughs> I love the idea of somebody like talking about uh, media censorship and then bringing up that story is like, it's like 1984, dude. <laughs> like, seriously, the government, dude, it's trying to like uh, uh, censor us and shit. Yeah, Big Brother won't let me watch a monkey face fuck a file. Face fuck a file. <laughs> dude, honestly, it's bullshit, man. <laughs> All my dog licking the peanut butter off my balls has like been uh, uh, demonetized. Yeah, you know the you know the worst thing about that uh, that monkey face fucking the frog. What? Didn't even give him a reach around. Yeah, didn't even jerk his little frog dick off. No, he killed them. Do nope. frogs have dicks? I don't do they so. have like the holes like birds? The no, no, cloacas? No, I, I think it's just cloacas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, if they had dicks, they'd use their tongues to jack themselves off. Well, they would. Uh, they would hit it. Uh, hit their ass a hopping. You know. Oh yeah. Frog had wings. It want to hit its <laughs> dick on the pavement. <laughs> what is that saying again? Frog had wings. You want to bump his ass a hopping. I tell you what, and that's when I say, and that's what the 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 thing that was said to garner that response was like, what if we gave black people the right to vote? He's like, yeah, well, frog had legs, when bumpers ass are hopping. I'm saying everybody who says that is racist. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're contextualizing uh, historical facts. Right, exactly. Thank you. That was actually um, the guy who who did Abraham Lincoln run against? Um, Abraham Stinkin. Yeah, (laughs) Grover P. Racist man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that was his response to slavery debate. Uh, uh, Calvin Klan. <laughs> it was Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he ran against Bernie Sanders. Right. <laughs> Bernie Sanders has been running for president for right. the last 200 the years. The top 1% of the oil tycoons own 99% of the donkeys in America. <laughs> uh, uh, man, we're good at bits. Hey, um, I uh, have you read it? Uh, had any uh, good philosoph- uh, philosophical uh, f- philosophical thoughts lately? Either one of you guys? 
I mean, other than the the frog bumping his ass a hopping, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think. What if? Um, <laughs> what if? Uh, uh, what if your arm? What if your armpits were had dicks on them? My armpits? Yeah. Or Jace's? Are you cold, by the way? No. I'm 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 Ben. <laughs> nice to meet you, Ben. Nice to meet you. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry, I just it got so racist so fast. Were we being racist? Hold on. What so I was just doing we were doing a bit about Bernie debating Lincoln. No, I know. It's accumulation of uh racism and, and Oh, like whatnot. sand going through an hourglass. It, it would be yeah. awesome to have arm dicks under your armpits because then you could just be jacking off all the time and be like oh no these are pit stains that, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not cum that ain't cum yeah, yeah you could also I'm, do it's the, just hot in here yeah you could also do the fart noise but you're you're jacking off the whole time you know under your armpit oh yeah right hey, we yeah. I, by the way i noticed that we've been we haven't been very sexist on the podcast hmm and that kind of bothers me let me let me adjust my seat real quick i like to i like to paint my dick like a finger yeah, where it looks like a fingernail and everything, and I get really hard, and I say, "Pull my finger to little kids." <laughs> to little kids. Yeah. yeah, that's your Thanksgiving tradition. But I put my hand down my pants so people think I'm sticking my finger, my giant swollen <laughs> finger out yeah. of my pants. They go, "How did you get your pinky toe up your uh, up your pants?" So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, pull my pull my veiny finger. Uh, pull my finger that's fat <laughs> in the middle for some reason. But, but it's actually just because I want to fart. <laughs> and skinny everywhere it, It's actually so I can fart. Right. I'm you, not a pedophile. Yeah, every time you jerk off, you just shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pull my finger. It's yeah. like a parachute cord for me, but for shitting. It would be funny if you could pull your balls and they would like roll up like a window blind thing. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> like to clean them and stuff? You could pull them out really We far. don't have those window blinds anymore. Have you ever seen those in real life? Oh, yeah. The ones that you pull up and they roll up? Yeah. Where are those called blinds <laughs> i think there's called you, yeah they're called retractable blinds i believe you mean the way a tuxedo vest will like roll up in a cartoon in a yes. cartoon <laughs> Not in real life. Yes. that doesn't do that in real life you you have fetal alcohol syndrome you're confusing cartoons <laughs> with real life <laughs> you're like yeah you know sometimes i get really horny and my tongue rolls out of my <laughs> mouth across the table mm-hmm. and i turn into a steam whistle mm-hmm. you know all the bits we've done before mm-hmm. Ah, uh, man. We got uh, Disney Plus at the house. Oh, yeah. So I've been watching a lot of old uh, cartoons. Oh, geez. <laughs> <clears throat> you watch Song of the South? No, they don't have it on there. They don't have Song of the South on there. You search for it? Yes. And they don't have uh, <laughs> they don't have the episode of The Simpsons where Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. I Is mean, they have the one where Homer kids? works at uh, the World Trade Center. I, I don't. They have that one. I, I think, think so. Yeah. Uh, the Simpsons go to New York. Yeah. But it's just like, is that Disney saying that they believe that Michael Jackson is actually a pedophile, and that's why they don't want him on the? Probably. I mean, there's also the thing, you know, like the old racist Warner Brothers cartoons. I remember I was I was watching a compilation of them on YouTube one time, but Sorry, they did I have farting. That's okay. I'm not. I'm not smelling it. I'm but, just over here grunting. <laughs> like I'm passing a, uh, right. a, a stick that's sideways. You're the radio host who has a fart button, like a cough button. <laughs> well, I always keep my ass mic'd up. <laughs> right. You know, I, I want to make that's sure. That's why we hear that whistling noise all yeah. the time. <laughs> there is a thing they would show before those old Warner my Brothers. My asshole's in abandoned town. Yeah. <laughs> There's a tumbleweed blowing through it. Just one old prospector. 
I tell you, this used to be this used to be the Manhattan of Nevada. I remember when it was nothing but stores, as far as I could see. I t- this used to be a beautiful town. You could get a whore for a buck. I used to buy my whiskey right up <laughs> Kevin's ass. There's two guys fucking you in the ass, and the, the and the dicks have a shootout. <laughs> the dicks, the dicks have a shootout. Right. This ass ain't big. Well, it is big enough for the two of us, but you know, on account of how many dicks he's had in here, <laughs> there's a, there's room for about 500 yeah. more of us. This this ass ain't big enough for the 2,000 of us. <laughs> we can only fit 1,999 dicks in this ass and a half. 1,999 and a half dicks in this when ass. When the clock strikes midnight, <laughs> pull your balls out. Hypoon, sorry. Um, there was a thing they showed before those old Warner Brothers cartoons that said, we, there go, we knew that we could refuse to ever distribute these ever again. However, we feel that to hide these cartoons and to lock them away would be to deny the horrible racism that plagued our country. Yes. So to actually take these cartoons away would, would be to erase um, the terrible travesties that had happened to black and Asian people in America, which yeah. is a very like, oh, that's actually very um, intelligent. And then I'm just watching a YouTube compilation of it at two right. in the morning. Well, that's why I still listen to R. <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's because I don't want to, I'm not trying. Because you're wise. I'm wise. Mm-hmm. I'll, right. still, I'll still, with the music thing and the art thing, I'm like, I'm still going to appreciate art that I like. I don't care who made it, made it. Yeah. You know? Well, until Hannah Gatsby releases a new thing on why we shouldn't like everything. Even know? like, have you tried to listen to Bill Cosby since the whole, you know, him raping 5,000 women came out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know, it's still like really good. <laughs> yeah. You still watch it. That he did that? Yeah, it's still good. I mean, his comedy sucks ass, but uh, lifestyle, great guy. Yeah, I found out my mechanic used to flash people, and so I ripped my engine out of my car. (laughs) Damn. I know. I I, didn't know you were that fucking strong. I'm, well, I'm that uh, strong morally. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm morally. I'm very morally strong and physically strong because I can rip right. my own You're engine You're like the mom who a car drops on her kids uh, and she can pick it up, but it's uh-huh. just you foreseeing uh, racism in the world. <laughs> it's just me picking up Jace's dick off of a child. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Help, I, have to, I have to summon me. the strength. <gasps> right. Like Samson pushing the two pillars, but mm-hmm. they're both my, my dick. That's right. Yep. That's yep. Right. exactly right. As my hair gets longer, mm-hmm. your cock gets heavier. Mm-hmm. Your dick's so big it can be in two places at once. Yeah. Guys, stop roasting me right right now <laughs> <laughs> your dick really sits around the house you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jay, jay's dick so big it got, it, it's snowing on the top of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's one there's jay's one little so flag big. in the top of my dick from the <laughs> one guy who climbed it jay's, jay's dick so big it fucking it took down a satellite the other day <laughs> No, you're just that Mickey Avalon yeah, song. You you can only fuck astronauts because your dick's so big. Yep, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I, the other day I I, I, I titty fucked to the moon and Saturn. <laughs> I just shoved them together like a big pair of titties, and I came all over Uranus, folks. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Woo. <sighs> wow. What were you saying? If you could fuck any planet, which planet would you fuck? I ain't fucking Saturn. That bitch already got a ring. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> no, you know the type of women I date. I'd be fucking Titan. I'd, I'd be fucking an asteroid field. <laughs> I like a, all those little tingles for those rocks hitting your dick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I'd fuck Pluto because it's, it's lonely. Not, it's not really a planet though. So there. Well, 
Well, actually. actually. Is it not a planet? Um, I think classically it's not a planet anymore. Really? Yeah. It's not canon anymore? It's not canon. Yeah, they actually took it. It's manga still, but in, in the manga, <laughs> it's still a planet. But in the uh, in the MCU, it's not a planet yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say I want to fuck the sun? Um. Yeah, sure. No, why not? You know, just fuck it, the sun, man. That's my choice then. Whose sun is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm staring at the sun because I think it's a guy, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm beating off. It's the only one you know is right. a man. You actually mm-hmm. you, you're always looking at the moon in a telescope and beating off because you heard there was a man in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you believe? Yep. And then I <laughs> they I, fucked the man on the moon and sucked his dick because yeah. he's gay. So, so that means by day I'm a pedophile because I think the sun is a child. <laughs> right. And then I'm by, oh, you by night. The, you think it's the Teletubby sun? Yeah. <laughs> I love like a like I'm a, a sun gazer, dude. Dude, imagine like the Teletubby sun was real and just like at Jeffrey Epstein is flying a spa- like a SpaceX spaceship <laughs> just to the sun, <laughs> like it's shaking and he's burning up. I love the idea of like a, a, he's rock hard, <laughs> like catching on fire. It's a farmer and his son looking at the moon, just going, "Dad, you ever hear about the man in the moon?" He's like, "Yeah, lots of people have been talking about that." <laughs> Dad, do you think he's fucking hotter <laughs> well you know son i heard tell that if you look at the moon on a special night you might see that man jerking off i want to see the man's ass right i see <laughs> i see it the shooting star goes across the side and i go and now son that's his cum I that love, is his cum yeah i love uh i love space <laughs> there probably was like one really horny tribe of indians that was yeah. just like and when the great meteor shower, that is the moon coming on all of our faces. Like just ja- like jacking off the constellations. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. That's the Big Dipper. It's a giant uncircumcised dick. The Lord comes in the west <laughs> and sp- spreads his seed throughout the, the field. The great raven came down from the north and spread my cheeks. <laughs> and he ate my ash with his great raven beak. And that is why we have winter. The, they see an eclipse. It's a great gaper in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is <laughs> one day the Lord will destroy the earth. The great raven will destroy the earth in a giant money shot that will consume all. One day O'Brien will take off his belt <laughs> and then we can suck his dick. That is Orion's belt. It is the most hated of all the stars because it keeps Ryan's pants on. <laughs> The great raven would hang itself from the tree and jerk its dick. (laughs) These stars are so beautiful. Oh, God, they're fucking hot. (laughs) These These stars are so goddamn hot. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The Milky Way. I'm getting pissed off at the sky because I'm so horny. (laughs) Fuck. Jesus. Hey, Jace. Yeah. The Milky Gay. Milky Uh Gay. That's pretty Uh good, buddy. Um, Yeah. It's a big cum shot. It's like like Men in Black where it's like the universe is on Orion's ass. I'm so horny, I'm mad. (laughs) I'm so damn... I love older women, and just to think that the star's light is from billions and billions of years ago. You go with angry comer. (laughs) (laughs) He comes with anger. Inside of you, there are two wolves. Mm -hmm. There is a a virgin and a chad. Right. (laughs) Oh, Emma... Emma, 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 bug. Emma got all horny from our talk, so she had to come over here. You guys here. are being too autistic. <laughs> I think there is an old Native American story where it is like the great turtle literally like like uh, jerked off and his like cum became the star. I shit you not. I think that's like a literal Native mm-hmm. American tale. Yeah. 
Gather around, children, while I tell a great turtle coming story. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother loves this story. I mean, it is a much healthier way to, like, you know, have a story like that so your kids, like, know about sex in, like, a spiritual type of way. Like, oh, no, you know, coming is beautiful. It created the universe rather than, you know. Do you think they just, like, jacked off to, to, like, clouds? Probably, you know, because they didn't have porn back then. So they saw two clouds that just looked like a big pair of titties I mean, or something. Probably, right? I yeah. think without porn, you you would just be able to, you know, just jack off with your thoughts. Yeah, that's probably very much true. Yeah. <laughs> you, I know. you sit up in your chair. <laughs> what the fuck? You're telling me I can jack off at any time of the day? Yeah. No, some guy just do, drew two circles and then uh, put dots in the middle of them was like, Oh, fuck. This is so hot. Oh, Jesus. Look at those uh, uh, little raisin nips. Right. (laughs) I got to fuck this They did believe that, like, their ancestors lived in trees, so you could, like, fuck a tree, you know? Really? Because there's people in it. Yeah, Yeah, they were druids, right? Druidry? Yeah, druidry or something like that. And uh, and also, you could uh, just lay back and then beat off to a nice teepee, because it looks like a big titty. Hmm. Wait, what kind of titties you been looking at, man? <laughs> Just cone, straight pyramids. Yeah, it looks like the bras from the 1950s. Well, I mean, and yeah, that's if, what they were thinking about. If you do go yeah. back into like African, like ancient African Mesopotamia area type statues, like they had the fertility goddess, which was just a woman with like huge tits and like a big pussy or like yeah they had um you know um like these. The, I'm trying the, to think. There's like a Greek myth of a god who had like a. <laughs> eight foot long cock that he had to like carry around in a wheelbarrow or something like that yeah and he was supposed to be like a parody of, oh my grandfather <laughs> right there's a native american story Jebediah about the, Tinka. that's right the woman with a pussy that is full of teeth and it eats yeah that's people. a yeah that's a real myth yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i read that like the joseph campbell a book. lot of a lot of myths of sirens or you know women who are going to take people away and you'll never yeah. see them again can be seen as a metaphor for you know like a succubus type like we've all mm-hmm. lost friends to a woman before oh yeah i've almost been lost to a woman <clears throat> before so and also I, mother earth because the the earth will eventually take away all uh, men hmm. it gives birth to life yeah but i feel like away. mother earth in ancient mythology was always like as, as a creator or a giver type thing yeah, she gives and takes away usually. <laughs> uh yeah dude, i i uh that is always a really sad thing when you uh, what when you what? see because I, I had a, I had I've had friends uh, throughout the history of, mm-hmm. of my existence that would get into a relationship, disappear, completely lose interest in all the things that they enjoy because they're obsessed with this woman. Right. And then uh, they get in this particular case, they get divorced. He comes back around. He's like happy. Right. Gets another girl gets with her disappears again yeah and then gets divorced comes back i like think that's a heavy thing in christianity because sex is so not normalized that you know you have horny virgins until they're 21 and then right you know one woman gives them sex and they're like oh well i'm just going to keep drinking from this stream over and over right. again i you know I, I get addicted to it mm-hmm. where if you i think if you have a sel- a healthy sexual I almost said sexual addiction at a young yeah. age, <clears throat> although it feels like that. I think you're more normalized by where you're like, yeah, I can have sex and then go hang out with other people and then go back and get sex again. Yeah. It's like the gambler's fallacy, right? What is the gambler's fallacy? Uh, actually, I thought you guys might know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any idea what it, it is? I think the fallacy is like, well, I've already spent 800. I might as well spend another 300. 
which is the way people rationalize how they spend money. Where they're like, well, I've already nutted eight times. I might as well nut 45 times. Well, well yeah, I think, I think that's it's, a real thing. I think yeah. the, 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 the sentiment is basically like, well, it's, but it's going to work for me this time. Yeah, well, I think that's certainly a, a theme in addiction where it's like, you know, if I'm in like a real eating binge, you know, I had one. The, I've been eating really good for like two and a half weeks. And then yesterday I was on a date. I got a little tipsy and I uh, I went to McDonald's. And then, you know, while McDonald's, instead of just being like, oh, you know, I'll get a Big Mac and some fries. I got like maybe 8,000 calories worth Jesus. of food. And then I, well, don't say Jesus. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm exaggerating. Maybe like 3,000, like 4,000 calories worth of food. And I just ate all and I felt like shit. And that's the idea. It's like, well, I'm at the pit. Why yeah. not get all the pit that I can get while I'm here? Yeah. Because the fear is this all or nothing thing where you're like, I'll never be in the pit again. Oh, here it is, Jace. What's that? The gambler's fallacy, also known as the Monte Carlo fallacy, or the fallacy of the maturity of chances, is a mistaken belief that if something happens more frequently than normal during a given period, it will happen less frequently in the future. So you go, I just got out of a shitty fucking relationship. Where are the odds that that's going to happen again? Yeah. Well, I think it's actually more of a mathematical uh, idea in the fact that if you have a dice with one through six on it and you roll a one 20 times, then you think, oh, and the next time I roll it, I, I, I can never I could get a one again. Yeah, because I already yeah. got it 20 times. But the, the odds are exactly the same every time. Are I you? No, it's the opposite of that. No, it's not. Because <clears throat> you said if someone rolls the dice 20 times and it's landed on what? A one. Every, every time, every time, then then they'll think it's not going to happen as frequently on the next roll. Yes, but that's not true. Correct. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I think it's also like when you're the a, odds are the same. Well, they'll actually right. do the they'll, for each roll. Right. They'll do the opposite. I think the opposite of that works because if you go to a lot of modern roulette tables, <gasps> excuse me, <laughs> I had to throw up in a cup real quick. I have a cup. Yeah, that I throw up into every time, time he thinks about Vegas. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, geez. I really got I got so fucked there. Anytime I think about <laughs> Vegas, I just throw up. I watched the whole damn house. Uh, um, I actually put the deed to my house on a table at Vegas. <laughs> like I'm an old timey idiot. It's going to come up 32. I swear. Um, I put my kids on the pass line. But in a in modern roulette tables, they have a little big electronic board that will show you the previous like 40 numbers. And the reason for that is because people are dumb. If they see yes. 38 getting hit in more like three times in 40 sequences, they're like, oh, I think 38's more likely to hit again. Well, it's like it's the same mathematical odds, you yes. know, unless you have like a very faulty table, which is like they check those things so frequently in Vegas. That's not going to happen. You know, well, a yeah, guy actually broke the bank. It's the only time a casino got the bank broken. I think at the Monte Carlo. No, no, no. no. Was he? Sorry, the dog. Emma, come here. He figured out that in, I think it was like the 1920s or something, he was just watching, he was a sailor and he was watching all the roulette tables. And he realized, because it was back then, one of the roulette tables was basically just kind of busted. Yeah. And would land on a certain number more often than other numbers huh. or a certain color. And he like doubled his bet like nine times in a row and won. And I think Jesus. he basically like made the equivalent of like in today's money, like, like maybe like a hundred million dollars or something like that's that. That's what I need to do. <laughs> <clears throat> that that sounds like a good. And idea. they literally did not have that much money in the casino vault at the time. It's the only time the Man. the bank has ever been broken in um, like casino history. That's nuts. Yeah, they usually if you win a lot at a casino, they just uh, kill you. <laughs> you know, they just uh, well they do that with card counters, and then it's like, what if you just get abnormally abnormally lucky one time and win like a million yeah. at a at a blackjack table? Would they? 
still like take you in the back and like break your hands. I think and shit. so. I think they do uh, because uh, they're. I mean, these casinos were run like. I mean, it, from what I understand, Vegas was I started mean, by the mob. Yeah. So this yeah. is like no. This is international waters. And I believe I they mean, can in the, do in the way that like oh, if you do a crime and nobody catches you, you won't go in trouble. It's well, in I've the also desert, heard with though, Ben, not uh, in water. I've heard with Native, <laughs> Am- I've heard with Native Americans though they can kind of do whatever they want to you on certain resorts. No, that can, and also not resorts. Like, we gave it Ian's <laughs> resorts. Well, it's a nice. Yeah, place. we sent we sent all the Native Americans to uh, Palm Beach. Yeah, the- <laughs> hey, it's tax exempt. That's a resort in my book. Yeah, dude, what that- is the thing with Native Americans? They're just allowed to start casinos in states where there would normally not be casinos. Well, they're kind of sovereign in many cases. They're, they're- that was the word I was looking for. <clears throat> yeah, they're 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 kind of in control of, of what's going on in their. Oh, in their so field. on their reservation, they can open a casino, and it's not subject to government um, law. From what I understand. Correct. They can kind of run amok. I mean, yeah, I they mean, can do whatever they want because it's their they're it's, savages. They're, <laughs> stop. What? Uh, the, uh, but yeah, I do. There was actually, if you look up um, Table Mountain Casino, which is a casino that was by. Oh, uh, I know about it in Fresno. <laughs> you know about Table Mountain? Um, I have a horrible addiction. That's right. I go to all the Indian casinos. Uh, I no, try to. I made a pack with myself. I'm going to lose a fortune in every state in America. Yeah, they, they, uh, they, but they actually the tribes because everything's like a percentage, like a like a, a seat at the table, right? And so then you have uh, that great Solange album from 2016, a seat at the table. Yeah, it's a great album. You should I check it out. I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's very good. <clears throat> Um, but they, they, they would fight over shit. And one of the, uh, at the, the casino that was by Fresno, Mm uh, they actually, part of the tribe showed up with like literally M16s and just raided the fucking casino. Really? Yeah. And the, the feds kind of didn't know what to do because it was right on, you know, their land, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's kind of a weird situation, but yeah, there's a, uh, I know this American life did a whole bit about it, did a whole, uh, I've also read somewhere that on reservations, like, um, sexual assaults, um, and rapes, uh, that don't get, um, um, uh, punished or Mm -hmm. extremely high. Like it's a real epidemic on reservations. It was like I was. Re- I saw somebody tweeting about it where they're like the most like n- not protected group in America. So I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta log off at some point. Yeah, the wh- man. I don't want to get too logical in this one. Right. Well, can, hey, can we get back to the gambler's fallacy? <laughs> yeah, thing? please. So we don't. Please. Just, yeah, know. I was actually had a point yeah. I wanted to make off this. Like you remember when you were a kid, and I don't know if you had this. I almost had an idea like there was so much luck you had, like you had a luck reserve. So like like let's say there was a raffle uh-huh. at a high school like banquet or something. I wouldn't enter that because I'm like, oh, I want to this to happen in the big game on Friday, or I want hmm. to get lucky with like this person Girl. I'm gonna ask out. Yeah. So in my mind, I was like, well, if I win that thing today, I'm not gonna get lucky three weeks from now. Why'd you say person instead of girl? Well, you know, I was a different boy <laughs> back then. We were all a little different. So this is what it says. It's <laughs> psychologically. Before I went to that camp. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gambler's fallacy is the belief that the chances of something happening with a fixed probability becomes higher or lower as the process is repeated. So, so you went with it being higher. Right. If it's if it's repeated less frequently, yeah, or it can go both ways. Yeah, yeah, that's how I've kind of thought. Hmm. Where I, if go I both get ways, huh? Where if oh. I get lucky with something, <laughs> when it comes to a tactic doing something and it, and it works out, I think okay, I can never do that again. Yeah. I have to figure out another way to get something like that. I'll, to happen I'll again have the very me. real thought because it already I'm, happened. I'll have the very real thought where if, if too many things are going right in my life, it's like oh, I have cancer or I'm about yeah. to die a week from now. 
Where it's almost the belief that like everything has to kind of stay where it is. See, I'm the opposite. Where I'm just like, ah, it's getting bad. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> Everything's gonna get horrible. I really do. I really do. But I'm have you like, ever had a period where like a bunch of things go right for you and you get like a little worried, like what's going on? You've just never had a period when nope. things are going right. No, I have. There, there has been the thought that this is uh, that. Well, I, you know, this is. By the, I'll just clarify that this is. I am uh, self-aware. This is a disgusting thought mm-hmm. uh, i don't like this. let's let's lay it out baby uh, thought. But, let's but get gross I, I, I literally when i'm getting men. like depressed or whatever <laughs> think about jack now. i'll be yeah. like this is what i get for having a, a beautiful wife and two kids this is what i get is I being depressed i get depressed i have to i have to i can't have it all i can't i can't be so do is some part of you <laughs> thinks you being depressed is a punishment for having a quote-unquote good life not necessarily the depression it's it's more just like the lack of success like you know, mm. like I'm like this. Yes, yeah, that's why we're. Uh, that's why we. Uh, we can't crack the uh, top ten. You know, uh, it's. Uh, it's. It's because I got that great wife. <laughs> do, you, do you think you changed the definition of what success is based on whether or not you want to feel guilty that day? Because uh, I feel like I. I feel like chronic guilt over stuff. I less frequently, <clears throat> but I think I yeah, changed the I definition of success based on how much things I have success in my life. Like if I'm making. A certain amount of money and there's this great i was watching that video the other day i told i was telling you about that daniel gilbert guy where he talks about um the, the kind of happiness fallacies that really make people very unhappy in their life is you know you have stuff going good for you and that'll make you happy for a very short period yeah but after about three months like no matter what good happens to you you kind of return to a baseline where i was talking about this in therapy the other day like my drawings are a lot more popular than they used to be and like if you told me, you know, four months ago, it's like, hey, you're going to have a drawing, get like 600 likes or something. I'd be like, that's amazing. I can't yeah. believe that. Yeah. But now, like I'll post something, it'll get like 250 likes and I'll be like, oh, God fucking damn it. Right. You know, like it'll just like you get <clears throat> you get used to whatever the new normal is and kind of like you have this fallacy where you imagine you imagine this future life. He talks about the the fallacy of, of predicting where um, cavemen grew the prefrontal cortex, you know, like there's a there's a history of evolution. I sound yeah. crazy. There's a history of evolution where, you know, brains were developing in a certain way over millennia. Wait, and, was this on the sixth day of creation? It was the fifth, actually. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Man, I'm going to shit my pants over here. Keep going. You can shit your pants. I got a long rant to go on. Oh. Um, he, he was talking about... <laughs> so basically over like a period of like 100,000 years, the prefrontal cortex just became, like it grew much rapidly yeah. than any other part of the human brain. And part of the reason of that is if you're a caveman or, you know, like a Neanderthal, that's so valuable because what separates us from um, a lot of animals is that we have this developed prefrontal cortex. You can basically make mistakes before you make them. You can imagine possible scenarios. You can be like, oh, if I go out in that field during the day, a tiger might eat me. So I survive and I'm allowed to procreate. Or Mm -hmm. if I climb that tree, I might get a bunch of, you know, apples or something and I'll eat the apples. Right. Thinking. But the problem with that in modern day... um, in, in, in the modern day is that our prefrontal cortexes have not evolved enough for our modern lifestyle where we have everything we need. So you will predict in your mind, you'll be like, oh, what if I get past at the at the at the store? Like, what if I right. get a check for thirty thousand dollars? It's like, then I'll be truly happy. The thing is, you just all you do is you imagine getting thirty thousand dollars or you just <clears throat> imagine standing on stage at the store. And yeah. that's and it's a happy. But you don't imagine driving to the store, waiting to get up, pissed that you've got a late time to get up or right. like doing all the taxes for the $30,000, like your friend asks you for money. You don't imagine the bad scenarios for stuff. Right. So how that, how that fucks you in the present is that you, you're constantly imagining that your life is going to be better 
if you accomplish XYZ or you get XYZ, when really you're going to return to the exact same level of happiness. So it's just this constant treadmill that you have yourself on. Right. And I mean, it can work in the, uh, the other direction, too, where you, you refuse to even try things because you're like, well, you're so adverse to pain, uh, you know, emotional pain or whatever. You're just like, oh, I'm not even going to if I well, what if I try to do that and then it doesn't go well? And then right. Like, oh, I just yeah. Won't, I won't do it. I do the opposite. I never imagine good things happening to me. Typically, it's most yeah. of the thoughts is I imagine something bad that could happen next week, and right. it, it goes the worst way possible. Yeah. And it's like fatalistic for me. Mm-hmm. And then so I live through that. And then the rare chance that that happens, it's like, oh, so now I've lived through it twice. Right. That that sucks. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. When it actually does happen, the thing you're afraid about, it's so mean. Yeah. <laughs> And you've already lived through you like if you do that all the time, then you get to live through the bad thing two times. Well, they talk about that, too. It's also a problem where if anything bad happens to you, he was talking about there's almost no emotional impact on your life, you know, with rare exceptions of a bad thing happening to you three months after the bad thing happens to you, like you get fired or, you know, whatever. Within three months, you're usually, you know, unless you become destitute or something, you're just fine. Yeah. So you create this like the same thing, the scenario where it's like everything is fucked forever. And it's like, no, your happiness will adapt to that, too. You know, people have lost their legs and they've been very happy a year later. Or, yeah. Look you, at Emma. Are you know? Yeah. Exactly. MS three legs. <clears throat> yep. Are you know so many people who will say, you know, they got fired and then five years from now they'll go. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. And you ask them why. And they're like, I got to spend more time with my kids or I. I got into a new job that made me a lot happier. You know, with my job now, I'm a lot happier there. And when I was quitting, I was like, oh, this is traumatic. I'm going to end up destitute. And it's like quitting was like, I'm like, why didn't I do that sooner? That was the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah. Um, so I th- I'm happy you finally got honk pilled. Yeah. Thanks for I'm, I'm a I'm a wage cuck now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's that's what I'm saying is that everything's for the most part going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you, you know. You fuck up a lot or you're just really mean to people your entire life. I think everything is, for the most part, going to be fine. Yeah. uh, You know, uh, everything usually will work out. Right. um, For the most part. But, I I mean, there are definitely situations that actually legitimately suck and will fuck you over. But I think most of the time people are just being dramatic. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, all those thoughts that you know you were everyone's having. living in a soap opera of their yeah, life. Yeah, I'll right. never work again. Everyone's talking negatively about me, and you're in a yeah. Tennessee Williams play. Yeah, but it's just real. Like we were talking yesterday or <laughs> the last podcast about how you got like all upset because you're on that commercial. It's like you just shot a commercial. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Well, I wasn't upset because I shot a commercial. It's just like it, it, it's hard to yo-yo back and forth between what we're talking about, thinking about a bad thing is going to happen and then it happening, mm-hmm. like being that person and then yo-yoing back to it's all a fucking illusion, nothing's real. And then yo-yoing back and forth between the world is real and it's bad and then back to the world is fake. And those yeah. can't be the only two places you, your mind play, right. plays in. It has to go other places. Yeah, right. It's, you, uh, it's good to sit down and enjoy the flavor of a sandwich sometimes yeah. and just mm. be like, oh. Like that Warren, Zivon, that Warren Zevon quote. Have you heard that? No. <clears throat> when Warren Zevon was dying from uh, fucking brain cancer, um, yeah. the idiot, um, he went on, Letterman had him on for a week. He was the only guest. He was the only musical guest. And I think on the last day, um, there's like this famous clip on YouTube. Letterman asked me, he goes, if you had any advice, because Warren Zevon was like, I'm dying. There's no hope. Right. He was like, do you have any advice for people, you know, now that you kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel? And he was just like, he's just said, enjoy every sandwich. 
and the audience kind of laughed like hmm. he said something kind of minor and insignificant and he goes he's like no i really mean it. he's like you, th- you know think about the many times you ate a great sandwich and you're just like you didn't appreciate that right when you're when you're staring when you can see the grains that are left in the sand dial yeah you can see them ticking out you know life all of a sudden becomes a beautiful thing yeah that you never like anytime i get on a plane i appreciate life afterwards because i thought i was going to die on the plane <laughs> yeah yeah well, I think that's uh, yeah. like living mm-hmm. in the present is is very much uh, kind of what he's he's pointing at because <clears throat> you got to appreciate that pussy when you're eating it. <laughs> that's right. Or that dick when you're sucking it. Hell yeah. Or that ass. Or yeah. that ass when you're eating it. I do yeah. really try to do that because I haven't mm-hmm. been in really any long term relationships, so I'm kind of like a, a sex scavenger mm-hmm. bird. So yeah. anytime I'm having sex, I'm like, "Hey, look at me! I'm having sex again." Yep. Do you say that out loud? Yeah, I go, "Hey, she <laughs> Wilkers, ma'am, look at me having sex. Look at me, the pussy vulture, <laughs> scavenging for pussy. Look at me, just well, a simple kid from a small town having sex and." Glass L Park. Oh, well, shucks, miss. I look at me doing it again. I Put have, a penis in a vagina. I have a hayseed in my mouth as I'm fucking. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my uh, wet old girl. <laughs> Give me some suck on my dick. Fuck <laughs> no, me because I'm gay. I mean, you th- you think about it. Like, I, you know, I'm sitting in this chair, you know, uh, talking to my friends, and mm-hmm. you are. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, are you me. having a, a secret phone call? We <laughs> <know about? laughs> Fuck off. Uh, but like, you know, it wouldn't matter if I had a million dollars in the bank at this very moment, other than the knowledge of having a million dollars in the bank. Right. I could be homeless. You know, it, I, everybody could be dead. Yeah. You have a family that you care about. You won't die alone, you know, unless yeah. you do something really bad. But right now I'm just sitting in a chair talking. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like those facts don't really have to have any weight. Right. Well, on they, what's happening? Yeah. You know, unless I'm living in the past or the future. I think there's um. I think I'm trying to make a specific distinction, but I think living in the present is extremely healthy. Um. I'm. I think I'm talking more about gratitude in general. You know, like there's this practice. You know, they say like gratitude is one of the best things you can do if you are feeling mentally ill. Yeah. And there's literally like this CB, CBT cognitive. I don't feel mentally ill. <laughs> I throw the phone. I throw the, right. the phone with my friends. Yeah, you on. stab me with a knife. I'm not. <laughs> there's this thing where, and I, I'm saying I'm trying to do this for myself as yeah. well. Where there's this cognitive behavioral therapy technique. That's good, make it about you. Oh. <laughs> there's this technique where you will literally like wake up every day and write eight things you're grateful for, and mm-hmm. literally they they say don't make them big things because you'll be like, I'm thankful that I you know have a house that I'm living in. They say, make it small things. Like, I'm thankful I have this chair to sit in. I'm thankful that I'm wearing this shirt and it's protecting me. I'm thankful that I'm not cold right now. I'm thankful that, you know, I woke up on time for work. And just doing that, getting in the behavior of noticing things that are good for you, that you're getting all the time, that you don't appreciate, will make you a happier person because you're walking through the world with this gratitude. And that's not to say, like, be like, just complacent and don't try for anything, but be grateful for the right. actual life that you're living while you're living it. Well, I remember you guys, you guys used to work in an old folks home, right? Yeah. When we were really little. Yeah. And when I was in grade school, we had adopt a grandparent thing and we'd go to oh, this damn. old home. You went to old, like a shelter. No, well, it was an old folks home. Right. And it was uh, called adopt a grandparent. And, and you know, we were in like fourth grade, fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And so you go and you visit your person that was in the nursing home or whatever right. that didn't have family or whatever. And I remember, seeing a woman that was dying of lung cancer. Jesus. And you're hitting the vape. You know what is funny, Kevin, looking back is these old folks that have no 
family or friends. Mm-hmm. That just means you're visiting the the people that lived horrible lives. <laughs> yeah, that, that treated people terribly. Or, you know what's well, even maybe what's or had even a tragedy sadder? in there. There was probably right? a lot of people like that, but they just keep staring. <laughs> there are probably a couple people like that. I think the scenario we ran into more because I remember our dad explained to this like that one really nice woman. I forget her name. We we carried her at her funeral. Uh, Geneva. Gen- was it, was it Geneva. I think it was Geneva. Yeah, it was Geneva Convention. No, was it was, her name. I think it was Geneva. Was it really? It started with a G. What an awful, what an awful fucking name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. She was um, she was a big old bitch. She was a big old fucking broad. Um, nice you, lady though. Nearly threw my back out carrying her to the goddamn grave. <laughs> she had huge tits. I'm like, hey, let's bury her one half at a time. <laughs> Jesus we, Christ. We had to put uh, both of her titties in separate coffins. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. So keep telling this story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they cremated her hymen only for some reason. <laughs> um, it's a Christian religion. No, mm, but and it, that pussy stank. <laughs> <laughs> from getting from getting to know. From getting to know her, she was literally just, she was like the nicest woman, apparently. Like, everybody had these glowing things to say. They're like, she was a pillar of the community, and she was nice to everybody. She just lived till she was 99. So everybody right. she knew was dead. Yes. She was the last, you know, woman standing, and that yeah. was very sad, where it's like, damn, she just, like, spent three years in this old folks' home just kind of waiting. Right. Waiting for the end, and I think... I've, I've talked about this in therapy before. If we didn't work at that old folks' home, I don't know if I would have went after all the things I did because I was terrified of leaving Texas or starting yeah. comedy or anything or yeah. learned all the racial slurs or learned all the, you know, the big slurs <laughs> all that stuff you've been going after yeah but literally at, during that time um, the reason I did it was I almost got an oil field job I told you that yeah. I got offered an oil field job and I accepted and I was like gonna start working in Midland in the oil field like and then make a lot of money one day yeah and the like the minute I accepted it, like sent the email, like, "Hey, no, I'm good." I had like a full blown like panic attack, right? And all I could think about was just me in an old folks home in Midland, Texas, just regretting every you know thing that I wanted to do and I never tried because right. I was a pussy about it. Yeah, and that's what got me out of it. And then as I got older, I kind of forgot about that until we watched The Irishman the other day, and the last thirty minutes of The Irishman really fucked me up because it was like. Like, oh, shit. Like, I forgot that this is the reason I did all these things that I did. Right. So I wouldn't have any of these regrets. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> it's powerful. That's That shit is powerful because you will be dead someday. Death is a very powerful motivator. But yeah. there's the real denial of death. People don't like to think about their own demise that's coming for everybody because it's an uncomfortable thought. But right. it's, you know, like, like literally I said, like, if you got brain cancer today you would be and then you know a year from now you went into remission you'd be so fucking thankful right for the remaining years that you got left um when if you never got that cancer you might live the rest of your life just just so fucking pissed off right that you were living the life you were living yeah i well i think about that a lot where i'm just like i you know i have to try to make it an entertainment in some way Mm -hmm. uh uh otherwise i'm gonna have regret but then i'm just like uh yeah, it takes a really long time to try. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a long fucking time. And uh, so it's like, oh, well, I could uh, just give up now. And then I'll at least have tried. It's like, no, you have to you have to really uh, go after it for like 20 years mm-hmm. to really make it count. Or even uh, like the fact that like if nothing ever happens, you can appreciate the fact that you got to try. Yeah. And I'll have all this uh, incriminating evidence recorded. <laughs> um, I don't I don't think I ever imagined myself like dead, like on the big steel flat 
tray that they pull you out of. Mm-hmm. I never imagined myself on that until I smoked weed for like the fifth time. Yeah. And that was the image that came into my mind. It's just like my brain was like, hey, picture yourself dead, like actually dead. Mm-hmm. Weed? And, and I was really? like, I was like, I don't think I've ever imagined myself dead ever. Yeah. And, like I, I pictured my pale, cold body with my eyes closed and the dildo in my ass and the <laughs> knife through my neck. Right. Well, that's how you died. You mm-hmm. died like you lived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the swastika tattoos all over my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, I, the chains <laughs> wrapped around my neck. Right. Nobody even paying to cremate mm-hmm. you. It's like $60. You're just my, huge, my huge dick. Mm-hmm. Just rotting on a street somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. They have to start a fine. GoFundMe to pay a hobo to throw you in the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like they have to drum up fifteen bucks for your yeah. funeral. No, I mean, I, 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 I know when, uh, you know, doing psychedelics and whatnot. Just really, it makes you go to the deep dark recesses of your mind. Yeah, but I, for me, it it made everything uh, less risky. Like it made everything like less, like uh, it mattered less. You know what I mean? It was never like. Uh, um, a thing where I was like in fear of it or anything. It was just well, like, oh that, yeah, it fucking doesn't matter at all. That like, ego death where it's all an illusion. And yeah. you know, weirdly, I think that is like, I think I have a certain fear where if I don't buckle down, if I don't try to white knuckle my entire existence, yeah, that um, I will fucking give up at everything. Like I have to white knuckle the the future I want to will into existence. But right. it's like. I don't know. I feel I feel like at a certain point, if you can like not white knuckle it, it becomes a little easier to achieve those things when you're not putting that intense pressure on yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's uh, 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 it's comforting to me as far as like the shit doesn't matter um, in the fact that like you, you look at like some historical figures like, you know, Genghis Khan or something mm-hmm. who literally changed the genetic makeup of people living today. Right. So everybody is 8% Asian because of Genghis Khan. Yeah. But it's like, and goddamn it, we hate him for it. I mean, and he's, he's a blip in the history books. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's so to have such a huge impact, positive or negative, you know, it's, it's a blip on history. Like, right. you know, so to then to put the weight on yourself to be like, oh, I need to have this impact on the world. It's like, you know, even if you have this huge impact in the vast, uh, you know, timescape of, of existence, it's nothing. Well, even I think the, the way people measure impact on existence a lot of the times is that pyramid or sphinx type shit where it's like, I've got to accomplish these great things or whatever. And it's like, I think the real impact you have is just being good to people and being nice and having these friendships and that's how you really right build a meaningful existence but it doesn't look you know you're not going to get on the news for being a good friend right well there yeah one of my favorite sorry i want you to finish that but one of my favorite bible verses is that uh, they essentially say that nobody's ever seen god uh unless you look at how people treat each other that's essentially the the cliff notes of Mm -hmm. it that the the only time you can see the face of god is anytime somebody treats you like a black woman because God is a black woman. Oh yes, <laughs> thank you. I I I became unwoke for yeah. a second. <laughs> no I one forgot. No one's ever seen God because it's really dark in heaven. <laughs> yes, they have no electricity. We've seen God smile. That's right. Uh, no, but that's sorry. like Cheshire Cat. Sorry, sorry. but it's essentially saying that like, and it's the same philosophy <laughs> under like, <laughs> you can make your own heaven or hell. It's right. this metaphor for how you're living your life. Yeah, and uh, if you live your life by certain rules, you're going to be living in hell or heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you create a situation for yourself where, you know, you're putting out kindness and you're going to get back more kindness. You right. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, it's one and of those not even in a, like, a thing you're going to get back. It's like, I think you're going to feel better. 
Yes. Well, yeah. you'll feel better. But the 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 literal logic of of the thing is is that you're more likely to have a more fulfilling life if you're being kind. Well, yeah, I mean? in a caveman type way, if you contribute to the tribe, if you give tribe meat and fire, you're yeah. going to be taken care of by the tribe because you're valuable to the tribe. Right. I yeah. can't believe you're going back for another pinch of dip. You've been vaping the whole podcast. No, no, I just, you have <laughs> so much in your mouth, you know, already. Oh, Kevin, I was going to say I disagreed with you with the psychedelics thing. Oh, I'm not surprised. Because, uh, no, because, <laughs> well, the, the conclusion you arrived at is correct. I arrived at that conclusion uh, without psychedelics. Oh. I arrived at that conclusion before psychedelics, but psychedelics for me and weed, it 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 wrote it raised the stakes for me in life because I saw the person I was supposed to be and it had nothing to do with um like my skills or my level of talent Accomplishment. or my level of, Yeah, it had nothing to do with any of that. It was just like, oh, this is who I'm supposed to be. This is who I'm how I'm supposed to treat people. This is how I'm supposed to behave. And this yeah. is how I'm supposed to and so then when I came back down off of that, I was like, God damn it, I got a lot of work to do. And then yeah. I feel like that, since I had that trip, it's really pushed me. Uh, I mean, I'm much kinder than I than I used to be, if you can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was, it. that was my first mushroom trip. Um, it was a really kind of almost upsetting experience where it's like I didn't realize how terribly selfish I am. Yeah. Because that's the Same. thing is I, I was very good at disguising um, – my bad qualities. I was very good at, you know, I think when we were growing up, I was always put on the pedestal as the golden child. And I think when you get put on that pedestal, you can't, you know, it's so like, you almost feel like to be deserving of love, you have to hit all of these attributes. Yep. You have to earn love. And I'm, I know you relate to this. Yeah. So when you're growing up, what that teaches you to do is it's so painful. The idea of coming short that you learn to lie and you learn to be deceptive. So, right. I would be an incredibly, you know, selfish person, but it would always be the guys of like, oh, I'm just, you know, I love to help people or, you know, I love to like help make people feel better. But really the, the root, you know, there was some goodness in that, but really the root emotion there was like, I need to be the good person so I can get love from other people. It's like, I need to be the kindest to you. So you'll love me because I desperately, desperately need love. Yeah. And I saw this huge ego attached where I was like, ah, oh, man, look at what a great fucking person I am the whole time. Yeah. I, I, it is, it is a weird thing for put for somebody to put that on you that you're the golden child at you know a young I mean? age. Yeah. Yeah. I, because that, that was always that was always what kind of like stuck out in my mind. My dad, I'd be dad. What should I do? I don't know what I want to do in life. And he'd be well, whatever you try, you're gonna be great at it. Right. And God, hey, what a great guy! What a great dad to say that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like now I have to be great at everything. Yes. I try. Yes. So when when really the more valuable lesson. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Really, no. the more valuable lesson is to teach a kid like, hey, it's great to fail. That's beautiful. Who right. who gives a fucking shit if you fail? Right. That's beautiful that you tried. Yeah. And you put yourself, you tried at something where you probably wouldn't be successful at. Isn't that beautiful? Because right. that's a growing moment. Yeah. Where versus being the golden child, well, I have to be successful, so I'll only do things I know I'll be successful at. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The uh, There were just, there had been multiple times. Oh, geez. She just licked my finger. 
Um, <laughs> Who, Emma? Yeah. Emma, come here. Like, I didn't know she was under there. Emma, uh, come no, here. No, I got her. I'm loving her uh, over okay. here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it is. Kick it, her. It is. <laughs> Kick that fucking hit bitch. Her. Like, to have my pastor, you know, say, at, like, at my bachelor party, just to be like, I never had to worry about you. Right. You would always, I knew you'd always be fine. And please, like, please worry about yeah, me. Yeah, could you please fucking worry about me? Because, like, uh, yeah, and then, and now it's just like. I, I my biggest tendency is to just is to just clam up to just disappear. Yeah, because I don't I don't uh, I don't even want to have the conflict conflicting conversation with somebody where, you know, that I'm not living up to their expectations of not having to worry about me. Yeah, I ha- I had a real moment at work today at this new job where I have this boss. You know, I won't say his name, but he was the guy who brought me over from the old job. He was my boss at the old job, and they just fucked him over, so he had to leave. I know his name. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, you don't, Me too. Yeah, his name was um, Bonathan. <laughs> um, You're really throwing him off now, dude. But anyway, it was like he—he he was like always like kind of a weird father figure to me, even though he's only like maybe 14 years older than me, because he was always just like he understood like what I was going through, and he was like the first. Well, he looks wise because he's bald. <laughs> he was the first. Kind of weird mentor figure in my life. I know that sounds silly to say that, but who like just saw me like today at work. He's like, yeah, I was helping like this new guy who's new to sales and I was teaching him all these tricks and stuff because he seems like a nice guy. I wanted to help him out. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I knew you'd be amazing at this job. And I told him, I'm like, hire this guy. He'll help everybody out. It'll be amazing. And he's like, the only thing is you got to tell him he's amazing once every four days or he'll have a panic attack. Yeah. And it was it was funny because he was very right, but it was like it felt so good to just be seen, yeah, by somebody who was quote unquote in charge of me because I was missing that my entire life. You know, my parents would be like, "Why are you crying or why are you upset?" And they just didn't know. So to have somebody in that position be like, "I know who you are, and that's okay," right? Like almost will like move me to tears because it yeah. was something I was lacking so much as a child. Yeah, I. Um I, I actually wrote uh, I wrote a, a memo to the T-Mobile people back in the day when I cared about that shit. <laughs> um, that was like uh, the surprising truth that all your employees are human beings. Right. And it was this long memo that was essentially like, meet the people where they're at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid to acknowledge their strengths and their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Give them what they need and talk about it. You know, it... it and it was based out of this thing that everybody was like, oh, the incentives that we have to give people are always going to be the same. It's always going to be money. Right. Give people more money and then they'll feel good. It's like, no, you can actually get people to work for you if you figure out what motivates them and then use that to motivate them. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's telling them that they're awesome every four days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it's uh, I think it's something that a lot of people forget uh, is to you know actually look at what motivates somebody or meet people where they're fucking at, as opposed to just assuming that everybody's the same. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's a con- like. There's some people who just you know their give a damn is busted, like I like to say. My name give a damn is brun dumb broke it. And I'm sure jealous of those people, but I think there's a large majority of the people that are kind of really just searching for love in every action that they do. You yeah, know, there's that um quote by gk chesterton um the guy who he's c.s lewis's biggest influence ben you probably oh, really? heard about him that's why he went by c.s instead of uh, carl lewis <laughs> gk carl lewis carl lewis carl <laughs> carl stan lewis carl stan lewis uh-huh. you say gk gk chesterton and he has Gonky a, kong Gonky kong chesterton <laughs> i've thought of another word but i'm oh, not gonna I say too, damn it <laughs> 
We'll tell you off the podcast. Okay. <laughs> but he has a quote. He has a quote. Think racistly. <laughs> it's really good. It's actually two slurs I'm I, thinking of now. I kind of want to do the bit. I, I'm thinking of two slurs right now. Do you know what I'm thinking of? Yeah, I, I know what you're thinking we, of. I, we all got great imaginations, you know. Uh, <laughs> we've played Mad Libs before. Uh, um, what was the quote? Um, the quote was, anyone who is knocking on the door of, the bro- of a brothel is actually looking for the face of God. That's what he's basically saying. Anybody acting a out of a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> they're looking, they're like, you got a black woman in there. Just any black woman. I was, by the way, I was, by the way, just laughing at the idea of what if heaven was just really dark. Like not in the bit we were doing, but you just got to have you're like, it's great and all, but Jesus Christ, can you turn on a light? The lighting. He's like, somebody say my name. He's like, our electric bill was really high, guys. <laughs> I can't read or anything. I'm always like hitting my fucking toe i'm getting my dick sucked by angels the entire time yeah but then i stand up from coming in an angel's ass that uh-huh. and then I, I stub my toe on a on a lamp and i'm pissed off that's awesome <laughs> a lamp that's never been turned on <laughs> yeah, that's never been turned on I'm like god damn it He's I, like don't talk about me like that <laughs> i'd love to i'd love to come in god's ass <laughs> all right just jizz inside his big ass uh, yep he's got the it's whole it's I'm cock what? In his ass, he's got the whole cock. In his ass, he's got the whole cock. In his ass, and he's drinking some of the cum. He's felching. It's amazing if God's a felcher. If you took a twelve-year-old version of me and saw me singing that right now, it would I would literally explode. The idea of me doing. Oh, I just I just picture clouds forming over the house. <laughs> just a big wrecking poltergeist. Guys. Twisters coming for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. There's Vocalized. a skeleton of armies walking towards the house. Yeah, <laughs> army of skeletons. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. Ben, you're still dancing. I'm dancing to the, to the song. He's got the whole <laughs> cock. <laughs> Do you guys remember that uh, Harlan Williams movie where he's in space? Yeah, and- Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Dude, I want to yeah. rewatch that. We should watch Dude, farts in the spacesuit. Yeah. Let's order Chinese. You just eat Chinese food. I eat Thai food. It's different. <laughs> Thai fried rice and Chinese fried rice are debatable. Hey, watch your different. fucking mouth. <laughs> 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 fucking Thai fried rice. Woo! Woo! Got a bunch of Thai fried rice in this neighborhood. I'm a rocket man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet we rewatched that and it just is the is horrible. It's the well, worst. I watched Dumb and Dumber in homage to you two, and I was like, this is not a good movie. I and mean, it, it probably is. And we were 12 when we were watching yeah. it. You know? That's why people get mad at like, they're like, can you believe the Minions movie made a fucking bill? It's not for you. It's for It's for kids. kids. Yeah, you know yeah. Can you believe fucking kids like this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of dumb fucking kids. What, if, what are you, been alive for eight fucking years, you idiot? <laughs> It's like, I yes, will, I will say yes. But there are some kids shows that are just like they might as well just punch children in the face right. like Barney. <laughs> yeah. Like watching Barney is so that's depressing. like for like mentally challenged children. Yeah. Or like, you know, babies. We were I watching Barney. We were rewatching the you did love Barney. <laughs> no shit. I was obsessed with Barney. because he looked like a big pink dick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like all faded. I was all faded oh, yes. on some lean. I just like that he was purple. Shit. <laughs> Damn, Barney listens to future I, shit. I'm seeing perp. <laughs> yeah, Barney was a big pimp. <laughs> He's pimping out. Uh, what's the baby one? Right. Baby. I lo- uh, ba- the 
Gaby, whatever. The, the green one. Gabby or something ba- like that. Baby Gabby? Baby Gabby. Is that its name? He's like, I love you. You love me. Well, you know, love you love you. other guys. You love businessmen you for $80 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> We're a homosexual <laughs> family. We're the great big cock of a Ask for now, me to you. now get down in the bunker and lock yourself in the cage. I'll be down later <laughs> to drink <laughs> your goo. <laughs> He's just a really a genius podcast. Really, really brilliant. Uh, hey, what about uh, okay? What about Barney? But he's dead. <laughs> okay, is that fucking twisted? Yeah. Oh, like that that <laughs> song we said, like that song in middle school. Mm, kill every Barney. middle school knew that. What? How'd the song go? I'm. I'll kill you. Yeah. You'll kill me. Yeah. Something like I that. never heard that one, dude. It was. It like, was fucking twisted. It was like the kids who wore a tally T-shirt would sing that. <laughs> like they're just a tally T-shirt, and it's like looking back, like all those kids are like, yeah, dude, I'm kind of like dark and shit, and now they the, now they're all dead from meth overdose. Yeah. They're like, they're they're like seven. They're like, dude, you've never got contact high in your dad's Taurus. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah, when I was growing up, I was like, man, those kids are evil because I was such a Christian kid. And now looking back, I'm like, they had horrible lives. Yeah, their parents are blowing pot smoke in their ears like they're dogs. Right, they're like getting beaten in a trailer park. I'm like, oh, that fucking kid is evil. It's like that kid is in pain and hell right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that kid is being abused currently <laughs> and should be taken as charge of the state. I mean, if a kid is just writing the word fuck on his math homework... <laughs> He's, yeah, he's probably in pain. But that's how they treat him in school. They're like, look at this bad kid. It's like this kid is like he's desperate. And he fucking smells bad. <laughs> and he can't read. He's always coming yeah. to school with cigarette burns on his eyes. <laughs> fucking bad kid. I better call his parents to get him in more trouble than he already is. <laughs> yeah. This is the school system that works. Right. Billy, why'd you come to school with a belt strike mark around your neck? <laughs> You're such a bad kid. Dude, that I'm gonna uh... piss your dad off now and <laughs> have him come up here so he beats you more. I'm gonna watch you dad beat you in front of me <laughs> dude that uh I, did you guys read the miss pat book the the book by oh, i thought pat? you meant the snl car it's like no of course they didn't. <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i'm like are you fucking the dumbest guy who ever lived <laughs> no miss pat the the comedian she uh uh who has got who has got <clears throat> and uh she uh she was abused a lot as a kid. She would go to school. She would yeah, smell. Yeah, I know her life story. Yeah. She would, you know, have. Uh, she would smell. She would smell. She would be in the same clothes. Right. Her hair would be fucked up. Yeah, and, her book is actually uh, based on the novel uh, Precious by Sapphire. <laughs> but the, she had a teacher that that met with her like a half hour before school started. Uh, and like pygmies <laughs> down in Africa. Forgive Jace for that one. Oh yeah. yeah. God uh, bless the little pygmies in Africa. Lord, I apologize. But the teacher would like give her a toothbrush and give her like a, right. a brush her hair and give her clothes and stuff like that. And but she would talk about these different situations where people would just treat her like shit, mm-hmm. like you fucking dirty ass whore, you fucking dirty bitch <laughs> she's ass going, old clothes. She's, she's going to school with truckers. No, seriously, dude. Like <laughs> some of the shit that people would like, she would talk about the bullies and stuff that would just give her shit because she had dirty clothes because her mom was a fucking crackhead mm-hmm. and like just didn't take care of her. She wasn't eating. Like mm-hmm. it's insane. And. uh I, I just I always think about that that stuff because like my wife's a teacher, and so I'm just like you know your wife co- be teaching my wife be teaching wives be teaching what school did she teach at? Uh, the school of hard knocks. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, yeah, but she's the give a damn teacher. Yeah, she's my teacher. <laughs> she I she's been teaching me a lot. Yeah, lately. she's actually got a PhD in bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's uh, fluent in sarcasm. 
<laughs> yeah. She teaches street smarts. Yeah, you first wa- day of school, she just mm. writes the word fucks and crosses it out. Mm. I ain't giving no fucks this year. Mm. Yeah, I've been, I've been putting an apple on her desk, if you know what I mean. She's got an empty, uh, an She's empty making- jug that just says fucks on it. Mm-hmm. I'm all out of fucks to give. Yeah, every day when mm. I wake up, dude, I write, I write fucks on a piece of paper, and then I crumple it up, and I put it in a trash mm. can. As a simple Hell problem yeah. with my life. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, your wife's been making me stay late after class. Oh, yeah? What you do know you, what I mean? What have you been doing? Fucking the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> that extracurricular activities? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. We've been having a lot of fun at recess. You know what I mean? Great, I've great been climbing, TV show. I've been climbing her jungle gym. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Ben actually had to write, I will not Troy Groypers on the board <laughs> 105 <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever do that when you got in trouble and you had to write, but you try to hold five pens at once and write it out? I never had to do that. I had to do it one time because I, I didn't check a library book back in on time, and our library our librarian was a cunt of a woman. She All, all the uh, uh, teaching instruction stuff she learned in a Huck Finn novel. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've only had cunt librarians. Yeah. Me and Jace. Really? Real very, very odd. Real cunt librarians. Yeah. I don't even like remember an, my librarian. Looking back, one was a real al- alcoholic like Yeah. Whore. I'd always walk into the library and be like, hey, where's the fucking book, you dumb bitch? And she was so <laughs> rude to me. I'm just like, hey, you dumb cunt. Give me a goddamn fucking book, you fucking idiot. Just with a... She like was so a, mean. Just a one lady, Miss... I'm not going to say her name, actually. She had a fucking tramp stamp. Did she, she really? And she had just big saggy titties, and she was just evil as all yeah, fucking man, hell. Her titties were real saggy. She'd actually mark her books with I her did. titty. I remember her, our, our uh, librarian had long ass titties too. Her ringtone was this is how, this is her ringtone. I don't know if you remember this country song. It's not so bad. You're only the best I ever had. I don't God, know that dude, that's one. so sad. That was her ringtone. But that's about a that's about like fucking. Yeah, and it that's would what ring I'm out, and we're like in middle school. And we're like that song's about right getting fucked. Her ringtone is her ringtone is motorboating <laughs> on a pond, dude. When I was in college, when I was in college, I worked in that but- Bolton Nut Warehouse, and they blared just top forty country radio. Yeah, and it was right when that motorboating song took off. Like if I hear that song, it'll give me like flashbacks to like the the time in my life I really wanted to kill myself. How's it go yeah. again? On the pontoon. Drinking poon and sucking a big gay dick. <laughs> and then it would do the course and they'd be on the pontoon, motorboating. And I'd be like, oh, it's about fucking motorboating some stupid titties. It's about titty fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My librarian used to show up in just all leather and her ringtone was a brick by <laughs> Ben Folds 5. I don't know that song. I wish She's I did. She's a brick in a It's bar. about abortion. Yeah. Why it's is it about, about abortion? It's a, it's a song about. Is it about a brick of like crack cocaine? No. Ben Folds actually got an abortion on, I think, like Christmas Eve in real life. <laughs> And, um, is that true? Yeah, it's it's true. And he wrote the yeah. song "Brick" about it. It's like she's a brick, and, and I'm like, drowning she, slowly. Yeah, she's, a she's brick. dragging me down. House, yeah. banana, Planned <laughs> Parenthood. Yeah, she's a brick through. house, and I'm drowning slowly. <laughs> Her titties were so fine, I had to get that shit's pregnant. <laughs> God, wouldn't it be great to punch some of these dumb bitches right in their tits? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just kick them in the pussy. I do. Uh, I do think that would be healthy for some. For some women, not to be, uh, you know, a 1950s husband or anything, 
But uh, that's to be Sean Connery. Yeah, you have to you have to hit a woman. Listen, right in the here's face. the thing: a woman the other day she told me to take out the trash, so I punched that bitch in the cunt. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't so know. Much. I don't like it. I'd like to uh, hit some of these scrawny fucking like incel dudes like right in the side of their neck too, just right <laughs> up from the back. I go whack <laughs> and just fucking crack their fucking collarbone. I have that same thing when you see like, and just the... watch them go down. <laughs> I have that same thing when you see a really skinny incel type dude, yeah, yeah. and his neck is like four feet long. You just and you can ch- just do like a four out of ten, just hit him right on the side I of could the neck. Cl- I could close my eyes and chop him in the nerve, yeah. like the sciatic nerve. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, gripers!" And then he falls to the ground. Yeah, I, I think I just it would be nice to see some, you know, just not not for women alone, but just for people. Just uh, do you think we should off. hit women? I think we should bring violence back. I think we should hit everyone. I think <laughs> if you if somebody's being a, a dumbass, you should just smack them. You know what I mean? I do wish there this was. This is some coming from of... a man who's never hit anybody <laughs> in his life. Why is it, why haven't there been any targeted shootings like at, on the rich or the elites? Why has it all been like at Walmart and at poor? Because you can't get to the rich; they're protected. You're also not, you're not, so not going to find a room of rich people altogether that you can get into. I'm saying just go we, to a church. If people are so upset with the elite and so upset with the wealthy, like we know because we've seen the Joker movie. Now, <laughs> like, why hasn't there been like any targeted attack? Well, I guess on, you like, could. And I'm not even trying to make a joke here. You could make an argument that that's what September 11th was. They hit the World Trade Center building. Like, every, yeah. most of the people who died in that. And I've, I've tried to say this before, but nobody likes this opinion. Probably a lot of bad people died in 9-11. I mean, oh, it's people yeah. who was working at Goldman Sachs. and. Well, what is bad, you know, really, when you think about <laughs> it, though? You know, it's like we're all, you know, we're all bad and good, you know. Like, yeah. And then true. I. Oh, oh, I actually remember <laughs> I made that point and they said actually because of the time that they hit, most of the people who died were secretaries and temps because those were the only people Fuck. in the offices that early. Well, I mean. What a bunch they, of fucking dicks. Yeah. <clears throat> Assholes. Um, yeah, there are, you know, people, I mean, there were plenty of bad people that have died, you know, in history. I can't think of any. Hmm. Hitler was good. <laughs> Genghis Khan was good. Yeah. Stalin was good. Alexander the Great really lived up to his name, I tell you. <laughs> Great guy. It is crazy that people still uh, admonish Stalin. What do you mean? Why? Like, the, the people that are like uh, essentially, you know, Love communism or no, whatever. They don't love Stalin, do they? Yes, they do. Absolutely. They no, talk- they don't love. They don't love Stalin. They love like Lenin. I, I think they excuse his policies, but condemn like his practice. Right. I think yeah. they love Lenin and people kind of more early in the Russian Revolution before it got corrupted. Yeah, I think they love Stalin. I think they love the fact that he killed so many people so much. Like, that's the main. <laughs> you're double, you're they just love down. that he killed yep. farmers, that's right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that all that type of shit, I just kind of blows me away. You know, Lenin killed people, too. I mean, Jesus Christ. Did he? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't see. What about Trotsky? Trotsky? He's a good guy. He Trotskyed all over people. <laughs> he, he he really did. Uh, no, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think anybody admonishes, you know, I don't think any socialists are like, yeah, Hitler did it. That's good. Yeah, just like it's. A I good think they do rationalize what Kevin's saying is they rationalize situations where like genocide was committed, right? But, yes. but also on the other end, I don't like people who are like you bring up more socialistic ideas like UBI or like, hey, maybe we should take care of people who are dying, right? And then people are like, oh yeah, the the thing Hitler did, and it's like, <laughs> okay, let's just let everybody rot in the street because mm-hmm. that seems to be working, right? 
Well, the fundamentalist issue always that I always come to is just like, yeah, what if everybody just uh, automatically just gave up their money to one another to for just to be make the world better? Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, that's not. Gonna but then everybody happen. be poor and nobody wants to do that. Well, no, that people just won't let go of anything. They're just like it's based on like a philosophy that greed has disappeared. Yeah, and I think that's the argument that because in a capitalist society where you know you're out to get yours, nobody's going to, for the most part, altruistically take care of other people so that's right. the government's job is to step in yeah. mandate things legally where you have to take care of people. not everybody's like jay savory where you, <laughs> you take a collection for a homeless guy's dog mm-hmm. you know what i mean um which really happened and then he spends it all on meth probably probably, probably dead probably i did tell you he we, we talked about this on the podcast i raised all that money for that homeless guy and yeah. just gave it to him like an idiot and uh he fucking like three weeks. We saw ago. him with Jordans the later the <laughs> right. day, that day. <laughs> He's driving a Lexus. <laughs> I saw him um, maybe three weeks later, and the dog did look a lot healthier. So that made made me feel good. And he bought a lot of good dog food for it and yeah. medicine and shit. Um, but then, like three weeks later, he did was like he's like, "Hey, can you start another GoFundMe?" And I felt so awkward. I just avoided him from then on. I never parked where he was. Yeah. Um, you ghosted him. I ghosted him at one point. Um, you one gave of him the, that good dick, and then you never called him back. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one, fucked up, dude. One of my coworkers at one point was like, yeah, you know that homeless guy out there? He was like asking for you. And I was like, ah, that doesn't look good. And then I just, I never, I never talked to him. <laughs> ever. You, that's why you actually quit? Yeah. That's really the real reason you quit your job? Uh, your dog is just loving on me right now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should. Do you guys think a, a, a gun buyback program would work? Buying back? No, probably uh, not. Do you think people would sell their guns so they could, like, you know, go like a you cash know, for buy clunkers? A, like you turn in your guns and you get a bottle of like opioids. <laughs> that would you probably just, you get a pill bottle of you know that Xanax, would, five ants. That would work because morphine, whatever you want. That would work not because the guys who own the guns would get the guns back, but the sons of the guys who own the guns would steal them and trade them for opioids because <laughs> hmm. yeah. they're all addicted to pills. Yeah, I just think that's a good zannies program. for guns. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. Yeah, the, all that stuff. Uh, you, you t- how about you just turn your gun in and you get your dick sucked? <laughs> and right. then there's no more school shootings. Mm-hmm. Bring your gun. If you're thinking about doing a shooting, bring your gun down to this this government warehouse. Yeah. There, there's a big fat lady in there. What about who just... smells uh, bad. I go out and buy you. 10 guns just so I can get my dick sucked <laughs> 10 times. What about like government subsidized prostitutes? You know, that I'm it's for just that. like, yeah, why not? I'm know, for that. Yeah. Just like it's you safer. Get, yeah. You get your teeth cleaned. You get fucked. I'm tired of know. these women not paying their fucking taxes, too. <laughs> yeah. That's what's really pissing me well, off. Give them a job, you know, give them something to do. Yeah. Know? That's all they're good for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't we subsidize baking, folks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately almost coughed. <laughs> hey, quit that. Sorry. Emma keeps eating that whip. <laughs> yeah. We have a whip down here and Emma eats it because she's Stop. a. F- Chewing on the whip because she's itch. a she's a freak, dude. It's made of like animal skin, right? This one's from some Chinese shop. God knows what it's made of. That's what I'm saying. It's probably it's made. Got of, a lot of MSG in it. Yeah, it's made out of wonton skins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are we at time wise? Uh, hour thirty six. I feel like we can go a little more funny. Or? We're at hour 36. <laughs> We're at the 36th hour. Right. Which uh, is a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, uh, the other day, I can't remember who I was doing this in front of. I was just doing a misogynist character, essentially. Mm-hmm. and Called uh, Kevin Tinkin. We call it, yeah. 
I don't like that that you guys say that about me. What? What? It's like me saying Bitten is a Nazi. <laughs> it's it's it actually triggers me where I'm like, why do you always say? Because it's because I love the feminist cringe videos. Right. Yeah. 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 But that's not. Uh, that's just you know that, what is like three percent of the population identifies as feminist or something. Is that true? Yes. Like look, I, look, I identify as look, a feminist. Look it up. Look it up. Percentage of of women that identify as feminist. I identify um, as a feminist. It's very low. Um, do you identify as a feminist? <clears throat> huh? I'm a feminist. I think we should get back to what Kevin was saying. Oh. <laughs> no, but you know, I uh <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't identify as a Don't don't just look up feminist. What are you doing? You have to look up the actual <laughs> Got to have to go to tuckercarlson.com to pull this percentage up, I guess. Oh, it was just a poll. <laughs> uh, but yeah, per- but uh, fem- feminist percentage identify God, you were the worst Googler in the history of Earth. Seriously, that's really... Yeah, less than half. Less than half of female millennials identify as feminists. So probably a little higher, but yeah. Most people don't. It says 46%. No, yeah. no, no. That's... Uh, it's not, it's to not three. Yeah, I don't believe this one. <laughs> Wait, can you Google I'm right into Google? I'll <laughs> <laughs> well, type in 3%. Well, it, they're, they're referring to millennial, millennials specifically. Um, there you go. Washington Post. 66% of women between 50 and 64 identify as feminists. Um, strong feminists, only 17% identify. So maybe that's more what you're talking about. 2% are anti-feminist. Oh, that was it. It's actually 2% are anti-feminists. So, Kevin, you're a minority. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to pull up the Ben Shapiro video where he says what you said? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, it's a... Uh, but feminist just means a gender equality. I'm for that. Well, yeah, I, I'm for that, too. Well, that's the thing. Is like It's such a weird question because when you say, do you identify as feminist, it doesn't conjure up like, hey, do you think women are, you know equal to men it's like hey are you out in the street wearing a pussy hat yeah and shouting like stopping la sienega traffic to prove your oh, point dude. to people who agree with you well, i'm doing that just to get pussy though <laughs> well i'm not doing that for gender equality you're just doing it for the hat so you can jerk yeah. off while looking at it later i'm trying to fuck the hats you're the guy you're the guy where you go on like the fucking bachelorette party and they have the little dick straws and you go into the bathroom and beat off while looking at the straw <laughs> just like you're holding in your hand uh no, but I can't even remember what I was going to say now. Uh, but uh, yeah, the yeah. women are oh, dumb. I think you said you hate being identified as a woman hater. Yeah. Or a misogynist. Excuse yeah, me. I, think, I don't like that. I think most people would I- identify. I even hate that word for it because it doesn't make sense for this conversation. But I think most people would say that they are people who hate the people who go like literally into West Hollywood and stop traffic to like fight you know um uh, racism or misogynism it's like that's not the place to fucking we all know that that's not the place to go right i just it 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 always cracks me up when you uh especially the the videos where somebody's just like it the situation is so under their own control right and they're blaming a social construct we convinced la to vote for hillary hey great job yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's uh go up into the valley and stop traffic you'll probably get shot because yeah the minute you step outside of uh la people are aggressively not yeah not that anymore i guess i just like people i think it's just funny for people who are passionately correct in their mind Mm mm-hmm 
uh, but that are absolute. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about at all. And I do think this is also, like I said, a symptom of living in a bubble because, you know, we're in L.A. and we want to rally against the bubble we're in. And then, you know, I go back to Texas and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, let's yeah. care about women and black people, you know? Well, that's yeah, that's the thing, especially with you talk about like gender equality and right. all the because there's there's evil atrocities going on across the the world. Right. You know, uh, that so, are very sexist and racist. But we are comedians in Los Angeles. Right. Where we're going like, yeah, it's fucking bullshit just because I'm not in a goddamn wheelchair. Right. And I I'm trying to Gracie get out of the great Gracie. God damn it. God damn it. It's because she's a woman. That's she's why you're so upset. She like immediately like walked through eight. Gracie, get your goddamn Kevin. You got to talk. I got to get out of these wires. Get her out of the wires. <laughs> fucking Christ. She's the worst fucking dog. She, she literally. Walked, I remember Katie's listening to this now. God damn it. <laughs> she walked through. Literally, we have like a, an extension um, yeah. like plug in that has eight wires. In it. Bing, you got to get Gracie out. She almost unplugged everything. Gracie, come she literally it. She has she to walked, spend like 20 seconds. She walked in the through garage. all eight wires yeah. and just like got them tangled around herself. Jesus Do you think Christ. if she was a male dog, she would have done that? No, no. Fucking. <laughs> I fucking doubt. a man fucking a but the, what i'm saying is i'm trying to avoid more of that speech where i think i get caught up in railing against the bubble i'm in and i'm trying to not be like the guy where i'm like fucking everybody and fucking garbage get the fucking right. woman type thing. and it's like you gotta you know remember that it's not the same all over right 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 because then you do like you know like i do these drawings where it's like aggressively anti-bubble and then like some 14 year old from ohio is like that's goddamn right yeah Fuck these women. And I'm like, well, no, I don't like you either. I I don't like that. But uh, anytime I uh, used to hit on a woman, I'd always be like, you look like you'd fit in front of (laughs) an oven really well. I need to I need to find ma'am, I'm, ma'am. Listen, I hate to bother you at this bar, but I'm looking for somebody to bake me some pies. You look like it. <laughs> I look at my windowsill every night. It's got no pies cooling on it. I bet you never wear shoes. <laughs> Probably never wear no damn shoes. And I bet you get pregnant real easy. Oh, you look like you'd be good at raising kids. <laughs> That's what I'm always looking for. Mm-hmm. Man, I got derailed because I got self-conscious about hating women. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just I think the terms you put on it. But, you know, I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't like those feminist cringe videos specifically. I mean, Ben, we're talking about this the other day because of the intent of the video. If it was a literal feminist cringe video where it's just, hey, here's a person who's being silly. Watch them be silly. And it's like a white woman screaming about how black people matter, but she's out of touch. Hey, that's great. But every feminist cringe video is like some kid who listens to way too much Ben Shapiro and he's like yelling at a woman who's like at a protest and he's creating a scene. I'm like, right. Well, this seems to be a compilation made out of hate. And I don't like that. Yeah. Like if like in the same token, if I saw like a, like a fail compilation where it's like it's supposed to be people falling down. But every video was just a guy getting his head chopped off by a helicopter. I'd be like, well, this seems to be a little malicious and intense. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want someone videoing like really bad open micers and making fun of them. Right. Because it's like, like, no, they're mentally you're ill. You're like, that's my job. Yeah, if there was a... F- 
<laughs> That's your job. Man. If there was a fail comp and you turn the video on, it's just a guy with braces because he's crippled trying to pick up his change and he's falling down. I'd be like, that's not failure. Yeah, that's, that's not. That's good. Not Lord, good. this is the meanest thing I ever saw. With that, yeah. My favorite yeah. videos are the ones where they go out and they're just like, "So, what are you protesting?" And they're the guys. They didn't even know fucking clue. Oh yeah, so Stern like, did that back in the day. Where what do you went, want to happen? I don't know. Stern went into a black neighborhood. I think <laughs> to prove some point, I don't know. Um, but he w- he was going up to black people in like Watts or something, and he's like, "You you vote for Obama?" And they're like, "Fuck yeah, I am." This is like 2007. He's like. Are you voting for him because he's uh he's uh for cutting our uh, taxes on the rich? You're like you fucking right, I am. <laughs> Just like picking people who didn't know, and it's like, well, like I guess this is proving some point to yeah. somebody. He just interviewing Beetlejuice over and over again. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, by the way, I was watching some Beetlejuice videos the other day. Fucking hilarious. Uh, he's like, how tall are you? He's like, I'm like a thousand feet tall. And he's like, no, really, how tall are you? He's like, man, I'm like a ten thousand feet. <laughs> Hi, man. Like, okay, all right. Yeah, Betty is ten thousand feet high. If you know what I'm talking about. By the way, Ben's uh, shaver died in the middle of him shaving. So if you, not my barber. <laughs> what? My electric shaver died. That's what I. You said. made it sound like my barber died. I said while you're he was shaver. shaving my beard. Your shaver died. Some people have a shaver. <laughs> Yeah, you're like a, you're like Drake or something. You have a guy who comes on the road with you and touches up your fade. Yeah, yeah. I figured it would just charge Dude, while we were. Recording. You know what would be so it funny like is shit. if you started getting black haircuts, like a fade, and like the beard, like stylized into the mustache. That'd be great. I Dude, thought I, about it. I used to go to a black barber, but they kept shaving my name into the back of my head, <laughs> and I. I I had I th- to tell him to stop. I don't know if I told you this on the podcast, but I used to go to a Dominican barbershop in New York. Mm-hmm. And then one time the kids would just talk about pussy all the time. And it was so funny. Yeah. He'd just be like, yeah, man. Like I went to like fucking. Uh, He's Mexican now. <laughs> it's the voice I can do. Okay. He's like, I went to fucking like uh dog. I went to like uh, Puerto Rico on vacation. He's like, <laughs> dude, like, I don't know if there's something about Puerto Rico, but like the pussies are bigger there, dog. Like I swear to I swear to God, like everybody had like fucking gaping ass pussies. <laughs> right, I have a dip in. Here's getting in my dip, dude. That is one of the most uncomfortable situations for me. Is when a when a dude's a person really of color <laughs> cutting your hair. The fuck up. No, when when a dude's getting real graphic and mm-hmm. real nasty with zero irony, right? And just just going. Just getting gross about chicks, right? Uh, about broads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't. It's because you're jealous. It, it might be because I'm jealous a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Uh, no, that's just gross to me. It know? just grosses well, me. Well, the out, thing man. is, it's like all it's the things hot. I like to joke about. If they're not done with irony, it's now the grossest thing in the world yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, but that guy, anyway, like the fifth time I went, he talked to me. He's like, "Why don't I fade up that beard, dog?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what, what would that do? He's like, I'll just shape it up, like make it look good and shit. And I walked out looking like fucking AJ from the, the I looked Backstreet like a, Boys. Yeah, I looked like a negative photo of like NOS or some shit. Like it was yeah. literally like it had the cur- like the swoop into the mustache and like faded in like there was a line he put in and like faded into my hair. And I straight up went home and I was like, I have to shave my beard. Yeah, because it looked it looked like, racist. Let's let's put some notches in those eyebrows, fool. Because I'm wearing like a fucking like I'm dressed like Mountain Man, you know, Jeremiah yeah. Johnson, but I have the blackest haircut of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh you had to look good though. I bet. I bet you look sexy, dude. Shit. I got so much pussy on the ride home. Mm-hmm. I, I was having to fucking <laughs> on the ride home, dude. It was like fucking the Titanic. I was in the cab. I was having to fish pussy out with a bucket, so we went and 
go down, dude. Yeah, I've, I've been there. <laughs> man. That's my sex life, dude. It's like the guy on the Titanic, like trying to get like water out of there and shit. But the iceberg <laughs> is the fade, and like you hit that. <laughs> yeah, like I hit that, and dude, the water is like pussy, and it's freezing cold, dog. And like I'm like, all women and children, get off, because I gotta like fucking shit. <laughs> like your, your dick is going down and like cracks in half. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, all the electrical goes crazy. Right. In your I would dick. love to see if you could just put Adam Conover on the Titanic, like the day it crashed, and they're like women and children first. He's just shooting like the guards and shit. He's like beating kids and women to get to a boat, like the fucking coward that he really is. I, I would love to do a sketch where um, they're uh, it's it, you just they have a transgender person getting ready to get on the boat, and oh, the, right. the captain's like there, like women and children first, and then. This person comes up and they're just like, uh, 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 um, you have to die now. Uh, um, just like, uh, go, uh, yeah, go ahead. Just get in the boat. Well, that's actually how being transgender was created was on the Titanic. Yeah. As it was going down, just one guy being like, like he went into a broom closet and he yeah. walked out with two coconut bras <laughs> and a big mop handle wig. And he's like, oh, I need to be on the boat because I'm a woman. Oh, tragedy. Oh, no, I must get home. And then while he was on the boat, he's like, you know, this actually feels right. I feel at peace for the first time in my life. The Bitanic. Yeah, the, bi- the fucking Bitanic, dog. The fucking pussy that was too big to be eaten. Yeah, it sunk in the Atlantic. Dude, that pussy, that's the, un- dude, that's the fucking uneatable pussy, dog. But, dude, it got ate. <laughs> Uh, it's oh so fucking God. stupid. Uh, it's a big pussy like leaving port and like old guys in top hats are waving at it. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, pussy. Ahoy. Bye, Titanic. <laughs> I'm on the rail like waving a handkerchief. <laughs> Everybody back in the 20s waved like they were fucking like mentally retarded or something. Oh, everybody had handkerchiefs. Too, yeah. And they just would wave. shake. They'd shake their hand violently. Yeah. Well, people, I think, were more excited back then about <laughs> right. shit. Sure. You know, nowadays they're just like, yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know, they're just like, people hey. get on ships now they're like i hope it goes down right i mean when we (laughs) went on that carnival cruise line i'm like please somebody drone strike this piece of shit (laughs) i hate everybody dude have you ever been on a cruise ship oh yeah i was where i did my honeymoon it was not a good experience it is like the it is the pit of humanity it really is the worst part for me was hearing everybody on the ship fuck at the same time And I'm just laying in my bed next to my wife, you know, my beautiful wife. Right. You weren't fucking? No, dude. I had fucking, I was constipated as, as shit. Uh, I was very, very fucking constipated. Your wedding night was on the ship? No, no, no. It was like, uh, we. so the first night we stayed in our own, uh, in our own uh, apartment. In Long Beach? No, in uh, Fresno. Well, I'm trying to think where you took the cruise ship and from. And then we we drove down to the Queen Mary. We spent one night in the Queen Mary. Long, in Long Beach. Beach. Okay, so you I'm, didn't I'm fuck not, in, you I'm didn't not fuck crazy in the Queen here. Mary. We did fuck in the Queen Mary. Oh, so you fucked once. There was ghosts <laughs> coming out of my wife's <laughs> pussy. You know what I mean? There was a ghost jerking off. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> no, we... we uh, <laughs> We got it on in the apartment. We got it on in the Queen Mary. But w- but when I got on the cruise, I was fucking constipated, and I just remember like, like ba- just being like, "Baby, it ain't gonna happen tonight." And then just hearing, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> just be people just getting after it right. all over the cruise ship. Well, that's just the, fucking like crazy. That's the great just thing. Jack off. <laughs> no, dude, my dick was like, no, no. did she jack off though? She, no, that's that's not ladylike. <laughs> Women jack off. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, Ben. Yeah, fucking Jules Verne over here. What's <laughs> yeah. your science fiction right there? What, next thing you're going to tell me is women like yeah. sex. What if you go to like the world of tomorrow in 60s Disneyland? It's like the female orgasm. One day we may be able to make it happen <laughs> using robots that will fuck your wife. Um, that will eat your wife's gross, gross pussy for her. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, how long did you last your first time? Um, before you fucking busted. <laughs> before you busted. Before you fucking busted, dog. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. I think. It was... Did she swallow? <laughs> ben. Ben, stop. I, probably oh. eight seconds. Really? Yeah. That's I was... so long. <laughs> was... Holy shit. <laughs> no, I walked. Dude, up top. I walked. <laughs> Dude, I, I walked. In. I've never fucked for eight seconds total. If you add up all the times I've fucked, including right. foreplay, yeah, yeah, including the date. Well, you you always <laughs> fuck like you're riding a bull. You're like, if I make it eight seconds, I win oh, the yeah. belt. <laughs> no, I do. I hit. I hear the buzzer. I jump right. off. You, you tie know? a big rope on your wife's back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I remember. Uh, yeah, I got into the apartment and uh, my wife was like, "We're all alone," and I just busted right there. <laughs> I was just like. Fuck. I just had sex. Pretty lady. <laughs> did she did she come in those eight seconds? Oh, like eight times. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. You know the best thing Usually about it takes Katie on a... like half a second to come. Well, that's when Hell somebody yeah. else is doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's when the fucking guys from the railroad team <laughs> dump their lunch pails on the fucking table downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They check in, a big whistle blows, and they're like, "All right, well, we'll have to binge house to fuck Katie." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the I'm the guy standing at the train uh, uh, on the side of the train saying "All aboard." Right. And it's a bunch of guys climbing onto my wife. And All aboard. Ticket, um, please. Get your tickets. You know the best thing about fucking on a boat is you just lay on top of the lady, and then the waves just push you in and out of her pussy. Hell yeah. You don't have to do any work, man. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I want to become such a fat guy that I can only fuck with a swing. Like, I put my fat body in the sex swing, and then I just, with a cane, I push myself back and forth from the wall while the woman's pussy yeah. is just on me. your gut, and then the fat <laughs> just moving around. You mm-hmm. just move the fat back and forth. I put her on my dick, and I just slap my belly like, pow! Like one yeah. time, uh-huh. and, and just the jiggling, like oh, a water yeah. bed. Yeah, you can only fuck on one of those beds. You put a quarter in, and it, <laughs> and it shakes. <laughs> it's terrible. Like yeah. it's not even. <laughs> Wait a second. You guys move around while you're having sex. Oh, dude, is that fucking? Is that why they have the magic bed? Like the woman just st- sits on your dick, and then the bed just jostles you. Yes, I think it's for people to fuck the bed. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, I don't think so. I think it's for people fucking. And suck it. Or maybe it's for women, women to jack off with because they can s- stick their clit up against the mattress. Right. Jesus. That's anytime there's what? A, it's how women jack off. They put a quarter in the bed. Well, you know, vibrates. our old man was so cheap. You know, anytime there was an earthquake, he'd be like, honey, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I want to try that with the vibrating. Bed. I do kind of want to try that now, actually, because I never I never got it when I was a kid. I was like, yeah. so it vibrates and you just have sex. But now I'm uh, like, you press your I, dick up against. I it. usually have to take my own. You uh, don't fuck the bed. dude. Yes, you do. You do not fuck the bed. I take my maybe you fuck the bed <laughs> in, in, into the mall with those foot massagers. <laughs> and we just put a, I just put a big uh, dude, sleeping bag over the top. I of do us. remember when I was a kid and we went to Sharper Image and they had the massage chairs mm-hmm. and, you know, they had the calf massager thing. Like the yeah. thing would like massage your calves like that. Mm-hmm. I could not stop thinking. I'm like, oh, I want to put my dick in that so bad because yeah, your dick is as big as your calves <laughs> right exactly <laughs> i could not stop thinking about that i'm like i just want to put my dick in the calf mm-hmm. massaging machine you like you break into the mall in the middle of the night 
No, you try to make enough money so you can buy it from the sharper right. image just so you can fuck it. I'm starting a lemonade stand. Why are you starting my lemonade stand, boy? I want to fuck a chair. I want a massage chair someday. <laughs> I want to fuck the calf massage. Well, I love a boy of industry with a dream. Here's a nickel for your shiny lemonade. <laughs> my shiny lemonade. <laughs> Is a nickel for you. Everything was shiny in the 50s. Oh, yeah. I well, need me a shiny woman with some beef on a face. Well, I think shiny was good because it was clean because everybody was dirty as fuck back then. Oh, that's then. probably They're true, just, actually. They, yeah, because yeah. they, uh, they had to wear hats. So just literally so the the insects wouldn't jump off their head right. constantly. Back then, quarter uh, Coke was like a quarter and pussy was free. <laughs> it was like a penny. There pussy was, was a penny? Yeah. yeah. There was, How uh, much was Coke? A penny also. So you could trade a Coke for some pussy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a pie on every windowsill and a pussy in every mailbox. <laughs> I think Emma wants to go outside. That was the mailman would just, uh, he'd come and then the wife would stick her pussy against the mailbox and he'd mm. just shove envelopes up her dirty fucking twat. <laughs> the yep, old mailman folks. bit. Have you heard of this, folks? Yep. <laughs> She'd stick her pussy right in the mailbox. Have you heard of this, Shove box? the packages up her pussy and stick the letters up yeah, her right. ass. I, I saw that movie American Pie the other day, folks. It made me think, what about hobos in the 30s, huh? Must have got a lot of free pussy on window <laughs> I, I bet a lot of housewives in the 50s just like they would run the dryer and stick a bottle of milk on there that the milkman brought and shove that up their pussy. That the, was a real, that was an episode Stop of Mad Men. pussy so much. Vagina? Yeah. Vagina. That was a. Do that, not shit in here, Emma. I think that was a thing back in the day when um, electric uh, uh, fucking dryers came out. I think a lot of people were like, well, women are going to sit on that and they're going to have orgasms. Good good for them. (laughs) Why are you you against that, Jace? Are you freaking out? Yeah. It's it's automation, dude. Yeah. They're taking our jobs. Well, yeah. I mean, it is going to be weird when the sex doll industry becomes so amazingly lifelike that it's like, well, fucking, why not get one? It's like $500. Yeah. What? uh, There's a movie where a guy is like a robot. Mannequin. Is it Mannequin? No. <laughs> it's it, where he fucks the mannequin. I can't remember what movie. What if you watch the movie Mannequin and you turn on, it's just some like fucking like fucked up guy just fucking a mannequin. And it, probably, like, it's not, it doesn't come to life. <laughs> he just drills a hole in the mannequin's pussy and he's raping it. I can't remember. What, it was like it was some guy. He was he was brilliant and he was like a computer genius. And they went over to his place to like get him to help. And he just had a robot like dick sucking machine and a VR and VR goggles on. Sounds like Euro oh, Maniac. Trip. Is that Maniac? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Maniac, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a good show. <clears throat> it's like a episode show. five, I think. Yeah. Um, What's that show about, my ex-wife? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I do like that the most brilliant mind in computer science is just spending all his time on a better fuck doll. Right. A better dick sucking machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, That's what Chucky the doll originally was. It is kind of weird yeah. because pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of weird because all like, that comes alive. <laughs> Come on, that's a perfect. That's a perfect. There's a guy. There's a pedophile going up to a movie theater in 1989. He's like, "Yeah, I'll take 500 tickets for Chucky." <laughs> oh no, he's like, "I'll take 500 tickets for Child's Play." Yeah, and then he gets in the movie theater. He's like, "What a fucking ripoff!" No, this is a no, comedy. He just taps someone on the shoulder. He's like. In the movie, he's like, hey, I'm sorry to bother you, but do you know if you can actually buy that doll? <laughs> yeah. And it comes to life. There's a, a pedophile who just really gets into witchcraft and Satan right. worship so he can bring a doll to life. Um, yeah, he's in Pet Cemetery digging up the dead kid. <laughs> if I can just get close enough to the Dark Lord, right. I can fuck this Cabbage Patch doll. Sometimes getting head is better. <laughs> 
Um, fucking well, they already. So kinda, he just wants to resurrect his kid so he can keep molesting him. Yeah, exactly. He f- he fucked the kid to death, and he's like, well, you know, if you want to keep, if you want to keep getting had, sometimes dad getting had, pump you full of lead. That's what I said. Is better. <laughs> I don't know why that hits such a nerve Ooh, for you. Ben man. just loves that guy. Well, we're at two hundred one now. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> well, that's the end. Well, that was a good. I thought that was a good ending. Yep, I feel thoroughly guilty, and uh, I thought that was. I thought this was really good. Oh, it's great. Um, <laughs> it's it's almost as good as uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's uh, first couple of tracks. On his, his <laughs> we album. had we had a lot of great laughs. We had some real the conversation. First and the last track. It was solid, solid stuff. Uh, I feel good. Uh, Please send us emails to brainjailpod at gmail.com. Did we have any emails this week? Well, we haven't put out the episode yet. We're oh, that's this one, right. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah, Ben's uh, gone. Ben's uh, going to... I might be. I might be. Where Ben's, are you going? I might I might go to New York. Ben's uh, flying to New York, and then he's uh, taking the express to uh, Thailand, is what he told me. That's mm. what he's calling his mm. uh, his uh, gaycation. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Millennials who can't afford to go on vacation are doing a new thing they call gaycation. It's where they stay home and have sex with men. <laughs> Brian Gumble reports. The year is 2019. Men are having gay sex with oh, yeah. asses and dicks. We did get a couple of emails. One of the guys just sent us a... Uh, we've been getting a couple of different links. Uh, did you see the link to the racist commercial? Yeah, I saw yes, that one. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Uh, Mostly people just send us beheading videos. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's usually it's a uh, beheading videos and then people going. No, I listen. <laughs> they're they're like no 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 we, I, we listen. I'm like oh okay okay fine. Uh, f- feel free to send us uh, emails at brainjailpod at gmail dot com. Uh, please uh, feel free to ask us any uh, questions or anything that you think would spark interest. Uh, I'm not even gonna acknowledge Ben rubbing his nipples. Um, follow Jace Avery on Instagram. Lots of great uh, uh, cartoon drawings. animation drawings. I call them drawings. We got that new iPad with that new Apple Pencil. Procreate the new app, baby. Hardcore pornography. Mm. Uh, follow at Morpheus Quotes. The O is spelled with a zero. By the way, I just changed it. Why? Because I have to keep people off my tail. <laughs> I have to keep changing my handle. Who was getting on your tail? I don't know. The, the government. The fucking. The government is like fucking seconds narcs, away. Dude. Ben's like, catch me if you can, but just Tom Hanks is trying to cancel. You, you don't want to leave a paper trail. I thought on that the was internet. a good bit. Wait, what was it? it? Ben is catch me if you can, but Tom Hanks is just trying to cancel him the whole time. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Cancel me if you can. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like forging a bunch of documents to to fake Pizzagate as a. As no, a no, no. It's you. You tweet something very racist, and then you make a fake passport that says you're black, and then everybody's <laughs> like. That's okay. And then Tom Hanks is like, something doesn't quite add up. <laughs> I, by the way, I told somebody this last week. I'm just like, uh, yeah. Uh, they're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, ah, I'd love to, you know, do impressions or you know, it'd be cool to, you know, be in a movie or something. He's like, you have to quit your podcast immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. Who said that? Um, Oprah him. Winfrey. Who said it? Name names. Uh, Dick McGick. Hmm. We'll no. tell Dick to go fuck himself. It was actually, uh, it was Alex Jones. He told me. Mm. I'm going to ask so, you as soon as this podcast ends who it was. Yeah. So I, are you going to quit the podcast? Not yet. I have to. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have to. I'm. If I have to quit this, I will be so happy if I have to. You know what I mean? Like if. 
if if something good happens mm-hmm. and I have to quit, uh, that would be amazing. But I mean, you're already fucked. They're already out there. Yeah, there. I mean, it's already good. I mean, there's people out there that are putting together the compilations. Of, and it's funny because this is how most people know you is through the podcasts. Yeah, that's why I keep saying let's just do podcasts and like get fans that way because. I don't think the other thing is coming for, you know, at least me and Ben. I don't think that's ever coming. Yeah. Well, I had a, I know <laughs> we're trying out. to, I had a real I had Disney a real, channel original. Here I come. Yeah. I had a real conversation with a friend recently where it's like, you know, it's like, I'm like, I, you know, I still really like stand up, but it's like, number one, I'm a white guy. So it's like, I'm not already, I'm already not really bookable for what the scene's looking like right now. And number two, the comedy I actually like doing is not, you know, marketable at all. Yeah. So it's either completely fake a personality and comedy style or you know get into podcasting and drawing and i'm having a lot more fun doing that anyway yeah yeah i um i don't know i enjoy so much different stuff i don't i uh i i I don't i don't mind Mm -hmm. i i I enjoy doing silly voices and shit like that yeah i just don't think people are really getting canceled anymore man unless you get snl you know it's like it's not happening who was the last person other than and then fucking um the guy who looks like me who got canceled? Oh, I couldn't tell you from a podcast. No, no from nobody a, from anything. When was the when was the last person that like lost everything because they got canceled? Maybe Louie two years ago. Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. No, I'm actually booking him in a commercial. I'm shooting. <laughs> I think he's, he's gonna doing, be fine. Actually, yeah, he's the new Subway Jared. Jesse Smollett. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just instead of the pants, he holds up the rope. <laughs> <laughs> it's they have the 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 chart to see the right. size of the sandwich, and it's just yeah. different rope sizes. Right. Or he used to be fat, so the noose used to be bigger, and now right. it's smaller. <laughs> and it's uh, Subway. It's instead of eat fresh, it's a uh, fake a crime. Mm-hmm. Subway, you know. Subway fake a hate crime. <laughs> Uh, I used to fake hate crimes and pretend people were beating me up. Then I had the twelve dollar foot long. You get that? I'm riding the bend to the ground. No, I like it. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, as of as uh, of course, uh, please leave us a review uh, on iTunes. Uh, I, you know what? We should read a review. We got we have we've had a couple of new reviews recently um, from uh, Bill Gatey Gates. Okay, they write these guys are really great dudes. Little known fact is that they have uh, they have. Uh, given over two million dollars to charities that will help alleviate po- poverty in sub-Saharan Africa. Very true. Very true. Five star review. That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. And it alleviates poverty by killing poor people. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, hey, <laughs> half yeah. a dozen in one hand, six mm-hmm. in the other. You remember the the Stop Coney guy? We started a charity for him. <laughs> I don't remember what's Stop Coney. Coney twenty twelve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, somebody writes, uh, really great, fun, clean, clean PC podcast. Uh, I love this show. Great for the whole family. I love to play it in the minivan when I take my family to the park and play Pokemon Go. <laughs> Listen with your grandma, your mom, your dad, your kids, your wife, her boyfriend, and even your heckin' good boy, Doggerino. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's that is, really that's good. So funny. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to I'm Cool for listening uh, and uh, leaving us a review. Uh, I'm Kevin Tankin. You can follow me at Kevin Tankin, where I post so frequently, just a daily post. Um, you can see pictures of my kids and uh, enjoy yourself. Guys, anything let's, else? Let's start the show. Let's start the show. The feeling of worry, nervousness will unleash typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Thank <laughs> you.
this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the basement. <laughs> Oh, God! They're gonna know I'm dumb. dumb.